0: And welcome again to the Feedback Force Podcast, the game analysis discussion podcast of the Undefender community. My name is Kelso. Hello My name is Kyla.
1: I guess I'm Thanarod.
2: Maybe. And I'm Carl. Awesome.
3: Thanarod is also Chris as the only person I who true, didn't yeah. give his real name.
1: <laughs> I, I don't really right. know, like, yeah, fine. You're that's... being being real mysterious this week.
0: I like it. So yeah. How was your guys' um past couple weeks? Who wants to talk about it? Did anyone do anything cool?
3: I saw um Tomorrowland yesterday with a friend.
0: Oh, was that She
3: good? had to go see it for like her pop culture blog and so she asked if I wanted to come along. So uh it's it's got a really nice message and I really like the message in it but the it's about as subtle as a sledgehammer um (laughs) it's like one of the preachiest movies I've seen in a long time uh, which like I said it's preaching a message I approve of
0: but still I I'd heard that like Tomorrowland wasn't super well received and that's why they aren't doing Tron 3 or something like that I don't I God. don't know. I don't know how that well, works. makes no
1: sense. Yeah, yeah, that is an interesting. It, I don't know. You
3: know that does make sense to me in a Hollywood kind of senseless sort of way.
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that makes sense in a way that doesn't make sense. It well, makes about as much sense as anything.
3: Like Hollywood tra- traditionally like comes to really just inscrutable conclusions <laughs> from like unrelated data. <laughs> About like who their viewership is and what the viewership actually wants, yeah. and things like
4: that yeah. well, that's fair i don't
0: I don't understand focus testing that's okay,
3: also, I broke my glasses, which was super sad.
0: oh no, wow,
3: that's unfortunate
0: now you're living that Harry Potter life though yep, yeah, glasses tape got it yeah, it's supposed yeah. to
3: come in the new ones are supposed to come in any day now, and I really really want them to come in before the Hannibal premiere on Thursday,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate waiting for mail. I'm waiting for so much mail right now, like, things that I didn't order off Amazon, so I didn't get Prime shipping, so
1: so that's sad. I order no things if it's not on Amazon. Oh, yeah. There's so little that I would ever buy from anything that isn't Amazon just because I hate waiting for it.
0: I avoid it, but, like, I ordered some books off of Thrift Books, and it's, like, three bucks for a book, and if you spend $10, it's free shipping. So, like, that's not an offer I'm going to turn down. New sponsor, Thrift Books. Totally not a sponsor, by the way.
1: <laughs> I, I, just, I just use a Kindle.
0: Yeah, I like
1: books. But
4: I
0: mean,
1: I, Kindle, I, so. I worked for Amazon promoting Kindles for a year, so I'm kind of biased. Oh, oh
0: mm. New sponsor, Amazon Kindles, not oh.
1: really. I mean, that would be nice. I'm sure we would be rich if All that right. were a thing. My mom, yeah.
0: my mom has a Kindle, and she very much enjoys
3: it. And I got Good. her Threes to play for it because oh, my uh, friend made it. New sponsor, Threes! New sponsor. Every, Hi, everything
0: Walmart. is sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, too many sponsors. Never. There's sponsors. no such
1: thing as too many sponsors. It's just money. We'll just be money.
3: That works. was another thing that annoyed me a little bit about uh, Tomorrowland was there's some pretty heavy uh, Apple product placement in that movie.
0: Ooh, my favorite.
3: <laughs> I just I've gotten like much better at noticing product placement when it's happening happening than I used to be. And once you start noticing it, it just becomes so ridiculous every time you see it.
0: it. It never goes away. Yeah. I feel like I've been seeing that, like, sometimes I'll be noticing it a lot. But, like, lately, since, um, since we did uh, Alan Wake on Sunday Game Club, I've been, like, I've been <laughs> noticing it and thinking about it a lot more than usual. I'm like, oh, this is...
1: I was about to point that out. It was like Alan Wake was the first video game, for me anyway, that like actively called my attention to it. Where there are just really overtly stated symbols of real things. Yeah. But not everything is a real thing, so it it just stands out when that happens. So you get like like big chomp. Chips or whatever the hell those chips are right. called. Not only that, but the like the big chomp chips, we'll just call them that. Okay. Like the graphical fidelity of that bag is garbage. Yeah. Like the graphical fidelity of like the Ford symbol in the car is
0: immaculate. <laughs> compared to like <laughs> glorious energizer batteries in, in high definition, but they're just yeah. like tiny, tiny, like oh. oh. By yep. the way, uh, new sponsor big chomp chips. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. Yep. <laughs>
4: That totally. was my
3: problem with, uh, with Teen Wolf when I was watching it, which is like the new MTV oh, reboot. <laughs> oh my god, that has some of the worst product placement to the point where they're like practically saying slogans for their products like as uh, part of the dialogue. Uh, and,
4: that sounds and like fun.
3: <laughs> the cars are shot like as though it's in a car commercial like you know with this like super loving shots and like beautiful highlights and pristine Was, cars is even there though like, they've just been driving through the
0: woods is there like a disclaimer at the bottom like professional driver close course do not attempt <laughs> i would love that
3: well i mean it's a, it is a show about werewolves so i think they kind of assume hmm. that most of the stuff is sort of fantastical and not to be attempted
1: i would think that yes but That's there are it. plenty of people who, you know... I don't know,
0: I'll, I'll, all I can like, think about... <laughs> all yeah. I can think about with things that shouldn't be attempted in Teen Wolf is, like, the original Teen Wolf, like, surfing on a car thing <laughs> shouldn't be attempted.
3: I, I recommend the the new Teen Wolf if you're, in, if you're looking for something incredibly dumb where hot guys take their shirts off a lot.
2: Speaking Ooh. of incredibly dumb, have you seen the Kung Fury?
1: Yeah, I saw. I have
2: not seen, seen that yet.
1: Like a
3: trailer or like an ad for it or something, but I don't know much about it.
2: It's sometimes you just got to love Kickstarter.
0: Yeah, it's it's a Kickstarter movie that made like a million dollars. Like they made just ludicrous amounts of money for just like uh, a short film, um, and all of that money went into like getting David Hasselhoff to do the theme song and like putting tons and tons and tons of of work into like special effects. And it's it's like a half hour long, and it's really enjoyable. Um,
3: they, are they like doing martial arts against Hitler or something like that?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitler's there, um, and so is
1: Odin. Oh, the internet.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it's it's fun and it's stupid and it's so short that it that nothing overstays its welcome. <laughs>
1: okay. It is okay. literally the internet's movie. It sounds yeah. like basically
2: yeah, pretty much.
3: Well, I haven't seen anything of that. I was gonna say I haven't seen anything that bad since uh, *Snakes on a Plane*, but then I remembered that I saw *Jupiter Ascending* in theaters, Ooh. and holy crap, was that amazing! I
0: uh, forgot about *Jupiter Ascending*.
3: Listen, Ju- *Jupiter Ascending* is the most beautiful train wreck of my lifetime.
4: That's <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: It was just, it was just beautiful. It was, it's, it's been a while since I've seen a movie that's that like sort of hilariously bad because it's earnest. Like so many movies these days are bad because you know, like they don't, they're not trying to be good, you know, they're like, oh, ha! look how dumb this is. But this was like trying to be really serious and deep and it was just so bad and it was, it was beautiful and wonderful and strange and (laughs) I love it so
0: much. You know, I I actually I have heard that about about Jupiter ascending. Was that it? Like it gave a damn. I think that's basically it gave a the, damn. The only good <laughs> thing that like Red Letter Media had to say about it was <laughs> that like that it wasn't you know like ooh irony. Yeah, it tried real hard. Yeah. Which I guess there's something to be said for that.
3: And and visually it's also gorgeous. Like yeah. the cinematography and set design stuff is, is really, really beautiful, but that's sort of almost incidental.
0: Yeah. There's there's only so much it you just can make do. it worse.
3: I don't know. It's it's entertaining as all get out though, is the thing. Like it's not you know, it's fun to like go watch with a bunch of friends to make fun of it, but you don't I mean, you go away having been very entertained for the time you spent watching it.
0: That's, like, what, Mila Kunis and, um... uh Attractive... Channing Tatum? Man. Channing Tatum, yeah. <laughs> See, that's, like, probably my biggest barrier. It's just, like, two actors that are supposed to be incredibly attractive that I just don't find anything appealing about either of them. Um that's oh, interesting yeah I don't I don't know I think I'm broken but he might be. Mm.
3: I just like that it's uh it's like the first novel that a 14 year old girl would write and it's
0: it's <laughs> rare well it really is it I really mean, it's, is it's got the tropes it's, it's like you're a space princess but you don't know it and here's a man come to he's, take he's you a from merc-
3: he's a mercenary werewolf <laughs> yeah. with wings and he's broody you know like okay
2: that's, that's better yeah Um, That is is a perfect description, actually.
3: Yeah, so it's... You know, there's so few movies out there that are, like, really explicitly written... I don't want to say from a female perspective, because I'm not talking about, like, necessarily just movies that have a female main character, but movies that, like, pander to a female audience the way that most action movies really pander to a male audience. Yeah, because it's like... I
0: mean, it's like hard sci-fi... But about things that ostensibly women care about, like yeah, I mean but,
3: but gloriously feminine fan service,
0: yeah, I mean, you're like saying all of that stuff about how it's you know the first novel that a fourteen year old girl would write. I think I maybe did write that novel when I was fourteen. There's a chance yeah. that that happened, yep, so I could yep. see that I can see that being entertaining, maybe I'll watch that sometime soon, maybe not, I don't know.
3: I I recommend it. That's going to be my, like, movie of the year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking I will never see that movie. That's my thought. That's okay. So far.
0: You'll also never see, um, I don't know, a a widely beloved, um, critically acclaimed claymation animated film, and people will be mad (laughs) mad at you about it.
1: That's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's all I have to say about that.
0: Yeah, that's all right. You do you, buddy. So anyone else? Anyone else do anything cool, or do we wanna get right
2: into game talk? I'll
1: i will take that nothing <laughs> cool ever.
2: I'll take so that I as ate a no. I hate like making twelve donuts today. <gasps> oh so that oh sounds my awesome. god,
1: I'm so jealous of you right now. I love donuts. Mm. Okay. Well, I think I'm getting donuts on Thursday. That's that's a thing. I'm I'm writing in my priorities
3: Sched- scheduling that on the calendar <laughs> donuts thursday
0: <laughs> yes donuts thursday all day yeah. this is an all-day appointment donuts <laughs> make sure you get at least going in
1: my phone calendar is just unavailable all day
0: <laughs> <laughs> make sure you get at least two maple donuts
1: yeah well yeah i, I always get three.
0: Oh, three. okay
1: yep even, has to be one one-fourth of the dozen even afternoon. better
0: all right well
3: is that just like a like a maple sugar flavored donut yeah i don't know if i've had
0: those it's like i mean the maple glaze
1: yeah the icing on it is maple colored like i don't actually know how to describe that color without relating it to maple actually it's
0: sort of caramel colored yeah there we go that's
1: that's good that's good there you go
0: yeah i'm (laughs) acquainted with maple donuts i like them
4: (laughs) i'll have to check
3: if our local donut place has that
1: that is the most amazing way to phrase that statement.
3: <laughs> I'm acquainted <ever>. with them.
1: <laughs> I'm acquainted with maple donuts. <laughs>
3: <Are> Intimately <you? laughs> acquainted, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, they
0: chip
1: in and around my mouth. That's true. <laughs>
0: yep. That's true. That's about as intimate as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> they have okay.
3: They it inside you.
4: Yes. Well, uh, that's no, a thing. Okay.
0: Alright. Alright, so we played a game. The game was called Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons.
3: Wait, hold on, let me put a tally mark on the
0: sauciness board. <laughs> yeah. Alright, continue.
1: i that you bought a whiteboard and you put it next to your computer specifically for this purpose.
0: Chris, didn't okay. you also buy a whiteboard?
1: Oh yeah, I have, I have multiple whiteboards. Don't,
0: do you mean to tell me that none of those whiteboards are dedicated to sauciness? Yes. <laughs>
1: Disappointing.
3: It sounded like you had very shifty eyes when you said that.
1: <laughs> no, it was more like trying to envision just dedicating a whiteboard to sauciness and what that would entail.
3: <laughs> I'm sure I could manage it somehow.
0: I think there's enough sauciness in your life now that you could ostensibly dedicate a whiteboard to it.
1: There really isn't a lot, actually. I mean, there's a, there's sauciness on the internet, but that's always been on the internet.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, I guess we can dial it up. I'll make, I'll make a note of that on my whiteboard that I don't have.
1: Well, I'm just, gonna, you I'm,
0: I'm just waving my hand next to the wall, <laughs> like that's gonna do anything. Um, maybe I should have it's taken okay. a longer nap. We can't see you, so we can't know that you don't have a whiteboard. But now everyone knows because I said it. Ah!
1: All right.
4: It.
0: Spoiled everything. Oh, brothers. Spoiled yeah, brothers. <laughs> so brothers.
1: Was that the cat casualty number one? That something just fell over and broke.
0: No, that was me.
1: <laughs> oh, you, knocked... you should have blamed your cat.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. I uh, <laughs> I knocked over my Wow Authenticator, which I don't know why it's even on my desk, because I don't remember the last time I used it. But it's there. Interesting. Um, yeah. Oh. Brothers, it's yeah, we played a game.
1: <laughs> it's a game Brothers. we played. It's
4: the
0: game and we played a,
4: this week.
1: It's a tale of two sons.
0: Yes. <laughs> So in the game, I guess I don't know. We yeah, all we wanna, all know what wanna, happens.
3: Do you wanna give a, a short summary for those who didn't do their homework?
0: Yeah, if you if you were a bad Oh student, by the way,
3: spoilers ahead.
0: Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't played
3: Brothers, we are gonna spoil the fuck out of it. It's so. true,
0: we are, and I am not going to bother to timestamp the spoilers because No, then it's gonna be
3: entirely spoiled. There would be
0: no podcast for you. It would be like we talk about Jupiter Ascending, and then we plug the forum, and that's your podcast for the week. So hopefully, you don't have a problem with spoilers.
1: And I mean, I understand that you might enjoy that format better, and by all means, you can listen to it that way if you want to. But
0: <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna timestamp it for you. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, brothers, uh, you play two brothers, one one brother per per thumb.
1: I wanted the sentence to just end there. Brothers, you play two brothers. Full I can stuff.
0: end it there. <laughs> two brothers per thumb. One brother per thumb. Math. Um, and your dad is dying. Your mom is already dead. Which is a thing. It happens. It's a cutscene. Your mom's dead. Your dad's dying. You take him to the churchman, And he gives you a map to a tree.
1: The churchman.
4: I don't Do- know.
0: The doctor healer druid person? Who yeah. lives in
3: a mysteriously in a house that is mysteriously inaccessible to people who are sick? Considering yeah. you have to literally <laughs> climb a rock face to get
0: there, you have to like <laughs> climb a rock face. There's the freaking
1: bridge puzzle. I don't. It's basically if you're sick and you have no friends, you're just dead. In you this. are super yeah. dead.
2: The other townspeople people will come from the other side. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it's the way it's the mystical way of determining that you have people who care enough about you to want you to not die. Yeah. And that's yep. the only way you get healing. If you don't <laughs> have like...
0: exactly two sons willing to go on a whimsical quest to the magical penicillin tree. That's true. It can't even be dead. one
1: friend. You have to have yeah. at least two. <laughs> you
0: need two friends to go to the magical penicillin tree. Um otherwise I guess you're out of luck. That's yeah. I mean it's a pretty small village. It looked like yeah. so. How does the
3: healer get up to that place by himself?
0: I don't think because <laughs> he, he clearly ever goes lives down. alone. Yeah, I don't think he ever goes down. He just flies.
3: Oh, that makes sense. Maybe he has a pet owl griffin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say that that owl griffin came out at the end like Deus Ex Machina's like no nobody's business there. Yep. So that's probably he just like kind of drops off he's some like a, apples. He's like
3: a he's like a homing pigeon like he's. <laughs> he roams around the world but he's like compelled to come back to this area and that's why he drops you off.
0: Yeah. Um where, he where was he?
3: He couldn't come back um because he was he was stuck in a cage and that's why the the healer didn't have access to him for a while.
0: And the, that's why that's why the healer was out of magic penicillin tree water. Yeah. Yep. Cuz usually the griffin just drops it off and nobody is like whatever.
1: Yeah, and he pays the Griffin and Gum and everybody's happy, but then
0: yeah. God, what are what are we doing? Okay, so you you go to the you go to the healer, mysterious healer man. He gives you a map. You show the map to people and apparently everyone knows where this tree is even though it seems very very far away. Um and you that's go. an interesting through. point. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just show the map <laughs> to a fair. man. To be fair, everyone just points you in the only path yeah. that exists.
1: In that <laughs> Yeah, that's that's basically my point. It's like yeah, well, it, it is a linear path to the tree. They just you
0: could either out. go back in the direction you came, or you could go the way that the tree apparently is. Yep. So, so that worked <laughs> I out. Imagine
1: the conversation with each of those characters is actually just you show them a map and they're like, Well that's the way you came from, so it has to be this way. <laughs> yep. Just just go this way. That's that's my suggestion. And I mean there's like, only oh, that that you good. In the right direction.
0: There's only one direction, so you know. <laughs> I mean not anymore since Zane left, but oh topical humor, not really. Wow. Sorry. I went there. These are these are the kind of high quality humor jokes you can expect from us. While we summarize games. While we summarize games. I am ashamed of myself. Uh, so you go through a number of environments that are not necessarily related. And then, and, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and there's a lady, and you think she's nice, but she's not. And then you get to the tree, and one of you's dead. One of your thumbs is dead. Uh... And then you bury him, and the magic bird brings you back, and you have to overcome the, the brother's death, and and everything's okay except that he's actually still dead. But your dad's not dead, so you and
3: everything and everything's really not okay at the end. Not we'll, even We'll a probably bit. discuss that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you achieved your goal of saving your dad, and that's all that matters because it's a video game, and that's the game. Yeah.
3: Uh, more, more specifically, the one brother on each thumb slash hand there's two controls there's movement for the thumbs, so the left thumbstick is moves the older brother right thumbstick moves the younger yeah, brother I forgot and then there's an interaction button on the, the triggers. triggers so you know older brother interacts with the left trigger and younger brother interacts with the right trigger
1: and yeah. let me tell you that is exactly as infuriating as it sounds
0: <laughs> so did
1: yes. you
3: you had some trouble
0: with the controls, right? Yeah, let's yes. talk. Let's talk about the controls,
1: <laughs> since a lot let's of people talk
0: about
2: the a lot of people seem to want to talk about the controls.
1: <laughs> I think Carl and I will find something to agree on in that that was just ridiculous.
2: Well, in <laughs> the ending, I quite liked it. Hmm. But it was very foreign into the game.
1: I actually never got to a point where I felt comfortable with it. I was mixing up which brother was which almost the entire time.
0: So there were a couple... So was older brother like like
1: uh,
0: dead and immobile and you're like, why can't I move him? So I hope no, that's what happened. No,
1: once, once he was dead, I that was fine. But just like trying to control both of them simultaneously was super difficult for my brain to mm-hmm. wrap around. Um, ever. Just ever at all.
3: So I've heard this game described as a single player co-op um and it sounds like you don't cooperate very well with yourself or at least your hands don't.
1: <laughs> I mean that's fair. Uh, there were like um there's a part of the game where you're swinging using like your ac- your triggers and so basically all of the instances in the game where you're holding the triggers to hold on to something I fell mm-hmm. multiple times because I released either the wrong trigger or just mm-hmm. both triggers.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um this is so much what I experienced.
1: (laughs) And that goes for objects too. Like there are so many times where one brother has to hold an object like a key for example or whatever Mm -hmm. and I would just drop it a few times trying to get it to where it needs to go just because I would just release it. Like I just wouldn't want to hold the trigger the entire time. I just want that to be a toggle. Um, I definitely agree
0: on that. I remember I, I think it was even probably the same key. Just like picking up the key and like just not holding the button, just <laughs> so pressing just it, it and then I get to where I need to be, and be like, "Where is this key? Like oh, I yeah. have it, I swear." Is it? <laughs> do I have an inventory that I don't know about?
1: Yeah. Ugh. So that, I, I appreciated what it did. I thought it was actually done relatively well, but, um, and I mean, it, it plays into some some interesting things toward the end of the game when the older brother dies, but. Yeah, I never had a good time with the controls specifically. There were a couple really brief instances where I felt like I just started to grasp it, but it was mostly just when I was rowing the boat.
3: Yeah, the tank could, it lends itself well to tank controls. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: the... Right, exactly. Like I figured out how to play it with tank controls essentially, <laughs> um, but like the rest of the and and even that wasn't perfect. There were still times where I mixed that up during that sequence, but only like a couple of times most of the game I just struggled.
3: That's interesting, I didn't have as much trouble with the interaction triggers, like I almost always sometimes I would end up holding, I would be holding both of them and I would have to take a couple seconds to think about which one I was releasing before I did it, but for the most part what mostly tripped me up about the controls was just the movement. Like I would be trying to move and I was on, you know, my, the sticks were mentally reversed in my mind, so I would be trying yeah. to move them both towards the center of the path, and they'd be mo- both moving off towards the edges, and
4: yeah. I'd have to, like, yeah.
3: stop and move one of them to the center on the correct side, and then move the other one, and yeah. then go forward.
0: It's yeah. like that, that having to, like, reset, like, okay, you go here, and you go here, now I can move again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> one thing I did notice with the with the interacts, and the the fact that you mostly have to hold them, was that I would find that I would just, like, claw death grip my controller long after I was allowed to let go of the interact for that prompt. I'm like, well, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. What am I still holding on to? Nothing, apparently.
1: And I I just... So, the, Kyla, what you describe is like you had to stop for a few seconds and really think about which trigger you have to release. <laughs> that was me every time. Like, not not just, like, a few times, but, like, every single time. I'm just like, Wait. Wait which trigger is this? Like every 100% of the time. It was so, really So funny.
3: actually here I have a, this is a, I think an interesting question. What controllers did people play it on? Cause I used like an off brand Xbox controller where the sticks are not actually completely symmetrical. So I wonder if that changes the experience versus if you use like a PS2 controller or something where it is completely symmetrical.
1: Uh, when you're talking about completely symmetrical, you mean like the design of the controller ergonomically yeah. where, okay. Yeah. I use an Xbox 360 controller like just a a straight up wired 360 controller
3: okay so we all use basically the same one then where they're slightly offset
0: from each other
1: yeah when you said asymmetrical I was thinking like one analog stick was physically larger than the other and I was like whoa (laughs) hang on
0: (laughs) one of them it's one of those um, things where you've got like the trackball on your controller so one brother is uh, a trackball the other one's like a nub mouse I guess I don't know That would be super inconvenient. I kind of want to try playing it that way.
1: Inconvenient, but probably easier to keep track of, to be completely honest with you.
0: That's true, (laughs) actually. I could definitely see that being the case. Unfortunately, my biggest problem with
3: the controls ended up being that the first time I was playing, they, like, really bugged out part of the way through. You mentioned Uh, that, yeah. And uh, so I was playing... I was going through the, like, Ice Town level, and I was doing the part where you have to fucking like, pose behind corpses of dead people for, uh... For,
4: that was like, a bad idea. So that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the monster would
3: Yeah, to escape the Yeti. Yeah. Um, but, like, I would... So I would do the pose and, like, feel the controller vibrate as the Yeti goes past, and then it would just never release from that state. Like, I would let go of the controls and they'd still be posed and the controller would still be shaking, and I just couldn't move anywhere. <laughs>
0: That's weird. I never heard that.
3: So it took me a while to to like figure out that I just needed to change to a different controller.
0: Well I'm glad you figured that out.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sounds like it would be really, really inconvenient.
3: Yeah, it would have been if I hadn't been able to find a solution, I think I would have had to just stop there because that basically made it unplayable. Yeah.
0: At least you didn't have to do that stupid pose thing too often. Like there were like three or four instances in that one section, and then you're just done. Yeah, but
3: yeah.
0: All at once, it's like, ugh, why? Yeah, I did.
1: The only uh, a weird kind of graphical bug that I had, or at least I would say it's graphical, is that every time if I failed or had to restart the checkpoint or whatever, or a brother died, um, when I would restart, it wasn't like, low frame rate, but the game just stuttered really badly in general. Um, And then, once I got to a cutscene, the game smoothed back out. But even if I, like, quit the game completely and returned to it, it would still be stuttering. Oh. Really weird. Um, huh. So, like, there's some sort of thing with the game state, like, the yeah. fact that you failed and you're between checkpoints or something, that just tanked my computer in a weird way.
3: That's interesting. I did have one or two, actually not the first time, but the second time I played through, I had some weird, a couple of weird graphical glitches. Uh, One of the funniest being that I tried to sit with the two brothers on a bench at one point, and the older brother, like, his Y coordinate, because there was like a tree branch overhanging the bench, <laughs> his Y coordinate got messed up. So he sat on the branch.
4: Yes. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Um, That's
3: also, great. I learned that the, uh, the Griffin owl is in that tree scene the entire time. Cause I had like a black shadow of him just crouched by where the grave ends up, ends up being um, oh, just, interesting. just like on in this, on the scene, huh. just pitch black there the entire time kind of curled up. Until the until the owl actually shows up and then it disappeared.
0: Interesting. Mm. We're on to you, game developers, hiding yes. your griffins.
3: Yep, Gives a little insight into how the programming for that sequence probably is put together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I had- I don't know, if we're talking about graphical issues, I don't know. Uh, there were maybe a couple cutscenes where like textures just didn't load in and lights didn't load in. So there would just be like like pitch-black objects just sort of in the scene, like, oh, well, well, there you go. Or other other things where they're like the lights didn't seem to be linked up correctly. Like uh, in the cave section, I know there was one section of wall that was super brightly lit. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah,
1: it was probably the same one. Like one.
3: one rock that just didn't have the shader on it. Yep.
1: Huh, I don't think I saw that. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah.
3: Not, I mean, these I are these are small nitpicks. This is an yeah. indie game, oh, yeah. so this is entirely forgivable for a game of this scope.
2: Yeah. For sure. Is it an indie game?
3: It's. I think it's a pretty small team, right?
2: Like it's the a credits small weren't. Team, yeah.
3: The credits were not very long. I consider like. I guess I don't know anything about their budget or anything. You said they were working with like some kind of really famous Swedish director, right?
4: Yeah.
0: We should talk about that. You should tell us about that actually.
3: Yeah, but who is, is this guy? Know? What is what is he what is he known for? Like what's his what's his deal? I mean, he's
2: made several really big Swedish movies. I don't Does... think he's done anything other Does than he... Swedish movies though.
3: Does he normally do like like kids movies or adventure movies or
2: I mean, he's done most of the thing is like comedies.
4: Hm. Okay.
2: And some are like he made one like very deep drama about the little kid. Interesting, cuz I know
0: you mentioned the camera um in your in your post about the game and I like definitely agree with you. The camera angles were all very very specific. Um and I liked it I like what that did,
3: yeah, this is definitely like of games that I would describe as cinematic, this is certainly up there, yeah, yeah, in,
4: definitely.
3: in that it feels yeah. like there are a bunch of like very tightly controlled camera angles that like give you specific vistas that you're supposed to look at and things like that. The I benches like, being the obviously yeah, the
2: most obvious I'm example Rude to benches I
0: love the benches. <laughs>
2: Through yeah. the benches,
3: <laughs> I kind of like the benches. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't think they were particularly necessary, but I think this is that case of like the developers being really, really proud of how pretty their game is and not wanting yeah. you to miss it.
2: And that's, yeah, but I was yeah. looking at that scenery, anyways.
3: Well, th- th- I but mean, it gives you the, the perfect sequence, camera
1: angle, man. Yeah,
3: and most of the benches stuff like shows you a like a particular angle that is. Difficult or impossible to get just like in normal walking around and B, it usually shows you where you're about to go so it does kind of serve a, a Gameplay purpose in that. It's like okay. The next area is that you're aiming for is this Not that it's like easy to get lost So it's you know, not that useful, but
0: I would like to hear of of someone getting lost in this game Yeah, I would really love to hear <laughs> that story <laughs> <laughs> could theoretically oh, geez. Be
4: possible
3: but it's it's it such be? a linear game that I'd, yeah, I have a hard. It time does a pretty
1: it. good job of also like closing the gates behind you, so to speak, and yeah. making sure you can't bat- tra- backtrack the yeah. backtrack very far. So I don't know, I don't Sometimes really find annoying, that possible
3: actually. Um, you think so? Yeah, well, because the first time I played, um, like the first thing you do after you drop off the dad is you go towards the town and there's that bully on the bridge who like won't let you through
1: right yeah But that the guy.
3: first time i played i didn't go to the bridge first i went to see because i thought that was the way i was supposed to go so i went to what i thought would be the like side path by the river so i didn't know the who the heck that bully even was because by <laughs> the time you cross the way. river he's gone yeah. and yeah. so like i'm just like who is this guy who just like ran in front of me and jumped over the fence and, like, closed it, like, what the heck is...
0: What's like, your problem, Guy? Yeah,
3: I kind of missed some context yeah. there. I mean, granted, there's not a whole lot of context to have, but it, it <laughs> felt it felt weird that I'd missed that scene. And then when I realized it, I tried to go back, but you can't go back up that bank once you've gone down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, then I'm like, well, I guess I just missed that content. And then when I played the second time, I made a specific point of going over there to see what I'd missed.
0: It's interesting because this game is so linear that it's practically on rails, and yet the environments and the cameras makes it feel so much like an adventure. It, yes. It's it's a weird sort of like cognitive dissonance where I don't know. I it, it's Aren't hard most to recognize. are adventures matters.
1: kind of on rails though?
3: Yeah, I mean, I would if you think of something. Like, you know, like when, um, and mostly walking, they talk a lot about, you know, what what is an adventure and what defines an adventure. So if you think of like, you know, King's Quest or something, mm-hmm. it's, there is a series of things that you need to do in a certain order, but the game doesn't really direct you to that order at yeah. all. You just right. kind of wander around until you figure out what that order is.
0: You just kind of use yeah. things with things until things happen. Which is yeah, which is
3: the game. Whereas in this case, the game is like do thing A. Now do thing B. Now do thing C. Now do thing D. You know like
1: I I guess just for me personally that's there's not a really big distinction there. Like I would just prefer the latter ninety nine percent of the time because ultimately all I'm doing is randomly experimenting until I figure out A, B, C, D yeah. in the traditional adventure game. Whereas if the game just told me what A, B, C, D was, I would have the same experience doing A, B, C, and D, and I wouldn't have the frustration of looking for which order I'm supposed to do the stupid things in. So like for me personally, I get the same adventure feels either way because I still feel like I'm on rails when I know there's a specific order that I have to do it in and I don't know what that order is yet. I know that I'm on rails. The game is just making me figure out where the
2: rails are. <laughs> I
4: don't is know. it I the
2: same like... thing about like a game like Kingsfield?
4: Do you feel
2: still feel the same Um I don't know. There are a lot
1: of sections of Kingsfield, and maybe well, no, yeah, there totally are, that you can mostly just skip. And so, like, there's an ideal way to get everything. And if you don't get everything in the game, you're notably weaker. So it's harder to complete the game. But there are lots of sections of, of a game like that which you can just skip. And the game rewards you for going and finding everything, obviously. Um, and so that's what I think of when I think of an adventure with freedom, is that there is a path to take, but there are a lot of branches off that path that you go up the branch and you come back down maybe but it gives you optional things that you can do that you can kind of create your own adventure in that sense so i that's that's how i feel about it
3: this did have a couple optional like almost mini game like sequences where you would like discover something slightly off the beaten path and like, you could choose to do it or not
0: like the bunnies yeah.
3: like the bunnies like the like ice bunnies turtles
0: <laughs> Bunnies were very cute I love those
3: um, And yeah, the like turtles, the, like, yeah Yeah, the ice turtles that you can save the, the guy who's hanging himself Which I tested the second time You can choose to just let him
0: hang himself If you wait, yeah. he just dies That's true, and I, you know The first time I played this game, like a year ago I was like, I gotta save that guy This time, I got up to the guy and I was like I should let him die Just to see what happens, but I couldn't bring myself to do it <laughs> So... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that says more about me or about the game, but either way, there you have it.
1: I, I found that I did very few of those optional things. Like, the the did things that I... Did you let
0: that, that I, man die?
1: No, I did okay, save him, but I didn't good. I didn't get the music box and make him happy. Or somewhat happy. Um, oh, you, I, you let
2: the bunny get bullied.
1: I didn't let the bunny get bullied, but that was by accident. Oh. Uh, Kyla and I were talking about this last night. Um, that sequence where the you're trying to raise a bridge and you see like the hamster wheel next to the bridge and the you hamster wheel... I to put
0: the bunny in it, huh?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Because I the, the sheep just sort of meander around so slowly that I didn't think it was possible that a sheep would run in the wheel.
0: I did the exact same thing um, the first time I played the game, so yeah.
1: So, so the first thing I tried, and, and this is also the first thing Kyla tried, I think, was that I needed to put sheep on the bridge and weigh the bridge down. That was my first thought. I
2: did the same. I also did <laughs> that. Yep. yep.
1: <laughs> that failed. And uh, I, I tried. It's like game logic.
3: And the right. to stay down. It makes sense.
1: Right. That failed. Although I did try with every single sheep because I really enjoyed the animation of the sheep ragdolling down the bridge <laughs> <laughs> when the bridge yes. started to raise. Um, did and you make then... the black sheep? I did end up doing that. So, th- this was my thought process. I went down and explored the other route and I talked to the person because persons have been like keys in this game as well. And he wasn't a key. So, then I went down and I found the bunnies. And I was like, oh, a bunny will move quickly. What if I get the bunny and put it in? Oh, and that bunny is pink and the other bunnies are black and that bunny's being chased around. That bunny obviously can run really fast. I need that bunny and I need to put it in the wheel. That's I got excellent it. Excellent logic. <laughs> And then I grabbed the bunny and like couldn't move it up the hill. So it's like, well, this is not correct. Okay, what if I bring one of the sort of pink sheep over to this bunny, who is also sort of pink? At least that's how I remember it. I don't know if that's actually, if they were actually pink, but I just remember them being the same color. Um, and then the bunny will have a friend, and maybe that'll make the bunny jump up to me. So then I bring a sheep over to the bunny area. And that didn't do anything. So I was like, all right, well, this is dumb. And then by accident, I think I dropped the bunny, like, with my amazing trigger controls. I think I dropped the bunny into the the soot mm-hmm. and turned the bunny black. I was just like, oh, that's all this was. I wonder if and- I can do that to the sheep. And then I just did that to the sheep. I was like, okay, well, none of that was a solution. And Wonderful. you
0: got an achievement.
1: I, I got, I got <laughs> you two. You got, like, two
0: achievements, yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, you you got something for, for your there trouble. Are, there are yeah.
2: two
3: achievements on that screen. Like that <laughs> is a very tight grouping of achievements.
4: That's true.
1: <laughs> so then I was like, alright, well the own literally the last thing that I have available to me is to put a sheep in the wheel. And oh. then that worked inexplicably. Oh, I also so, got
3: the bunny one the first time, sort of by accident, in that I was uh I I had gone that way first because I always try and go the way that doesn't look like the correct way first Mm -hmm. um, because adventure games. Yep. And I saw, like, okay, there's a bunch of bunnies running around in circles. Can I pick any of them up? Can I, like, interact with them in some way? So I just I was trying to push the interact button a bunch, and it seemed like the younger brother could pick up the one bunny. So I'm like, all right, yes, I can pick up a bunny. Is there anything I can do with this bunny now that I've picked it up? Because it, I, I, clearly I can pick it up, so I should be able to do something so with it. So you should
0: be able to use bunny with yeah. X. Yeah, yeah, I yeah be able Exactly. To use bunny
3: with X. And the only object, other object of note in that screen seems to be the fire pit in the middle. So I'm like, can I drop it in the fire pit? And it did. And it was like, oh, look, now it's black and it, it's playing with the other bunnies. And I got an achievement that was, it's called, like, what is that called? Like, socialization or something like that?
0: Yeah, something, something like, like that. that.
1: And I'm like, you oh! You defeated the bullies by making yeah. the bunny the same as the bullies.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's it's like an, an anti-acceptance story. We defeated right.
3: the bullies <laughs> through c- cunning use of blackface.
4: Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Just like real life. That's so yeah. bad. Oh um, boy!
3: So yeah, so that that being the only like interactable thing, I used it, and then sort of after the fact, I realized that there had been some embedded narrative going on, like in that scene. <laughs> which, by the way, like for those of you, the Cheikandero gets gets a gold star, a plus for having done the Henry Jenkins reading homework.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But hey, embedded narrative is a thing that's mentioned there that I think this game does really well. Um, in 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 fact does in many ways better than its actual just like cutscene straightforward narrative. I feel like the embedded pieces tend to be more powerful than I'll the parts that, that are explicitly stated.
0: I would agree with that.
3: Do we want to get into this the narrative and the and the tone? Because I have so much to say about that. But if we we have other stuff to to keep going on this thread first, that's fine, too. I
0: I think we're... It sounds like we're ripe to get onto narrative and tone.
1: Yeah, it's just... I think it is interesting that there are so many people who, yourself included, um, who will, like, see two paths and just automatically try to take the one that looks less likely to be progress. (laughs) And I will only ever do that if I think there's some sort of, like... Power up involved at the end of it, and because I know Brothers has no power ups, like there's nothing, <laughs> yeah. no reason to look for that. I just skipped all of the optional stuff that you mean didn't, you like didn't try to pull get on the
0: flame gauntlets. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I
1: didn't. I, I looked at the achievements that you know after the fact, um, and let me see these again. I got four achievements. Um, I made the inventor dance because I thought that was a puzzle that I needed to solve for something. I thought that was the the next step is moving the stupid windpipe thing around. Um, I sounded the giant horn just because it was there.
3: I missed the giant
1: horn. I was looking really? for
3: it and I missed that path.
1: Huh. I, yeah, it was somehow like instinctively that's the path that I walked down and then there was a giant horn I was like alright I guess we'll see what this does. I wish it was progress though. Um, and I did the black sheep and the bunny buddies. So I did four things that were optional and two of them were, well, mostly all four of them were basically by accident.
0: Oh, you didn't do the (laughs) turtles?
1: No, I I didn't know any, like I saw a turtle with ice on its shell. I was like, oh, that's cool. And just continued walking.
0: It's got, it's
3: lost its babies. You can reunite it with its three baby turtles. That mama
1: lost all of her
0: children because of you. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> I
1: I had no clue that that was gonna be an interactable sequence in any way, and I just kept on running, following Spider Witch. Yep. Who uh, was not only a lady, but also Gollum and the spider.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's some. That's like some pretty Most dense villainy right there. <laughs> yeah. That is.
3: Out of curiosity, how did everybody else do on the on the achievements? I think I got eight out of twelve. But that's like knowing the second time, going through it twice and like having looked at the list the second time and being specifically on the lookout for some of them.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'm probably close to what you're at.
3: So there's, let me see if I, oh God, let me see if I can name them all. So there's the, the bunny, uh, turning the bunny black and turning the sheep black. Mm-hmm. It's two of them.
0: There's the um, lovebirds one, which I didn't birds. even get on my second one. I must have missed it. I, I looked
3: that up later, and I did what it told me was necessary to do for that achievement and didn't get that achievement. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know.
0: But um, I, I thought I
1: interacted with both birds, but maybe I just did yeah. it wrong. We are what's wrong with video games right now. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I looked up that achievement, and I did exactly what it wanted me to do, and I didn't get it. I'm really upset by this.
3: Well, no, I, I was just confused because, <laughs> right. I, like, I, it wasn't that I looked up the instructions and then performed the instructions. I had done those things.
1: Oh, interesting. The first
3: time through, and I, I just see. didn't get it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if the fact was wrong or what the if I just had done it the wrong way or whatever. Um. There's getting the music box for the hanged man to right. uh, to cheer him up is one of them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um the uh there's sitting on the bench near the whales that makes them like do their whale song that one's cute oh uh there's um like behind the curtain when you start off on the boat um you can go to the right under a blood waterfall and see like a secret ceremony that the goblin people are doing
1: yeah, because yeah, I really wanted to just drive my boat underneath blood waterfalls all yeah, day exactly, long. Yeah, right? exactly, And literally fill the boat with blood so that I'm sitting in a pool <laughs> of blood while I'm rowing a boat.
3: There's, a, there's one where in the, that church graveyard place, if you interact with the statue for a certain amount of time, in a certain way you see like a shooting star.
0: Oh, that's how you get that one. Oh.
3: Um, which I thought I had done as well. Because I, I tried interacting with it with both of them the first time through, uh, but maybe I just didn't hold it long enough. You have to hold it for like six seconds or something.
0: Yeah, that's one of the three that I didn't get.
3: There's one, and this is kind of, I feel like, uh, terrible and I missed it. If you, while you're carting the sick father to the um, like to the doctor, you can run off with the younger brother down to the shore and skip rocks. <laughs> Wow. Like, take a break from taking your sick father to the doctor to skip some rocks. That's Good. what a,
1: That's what you took a break from adventuring is? Like I'm not adventuring. Yeah, at I, that thought, I, I thought really that one was like sit on all the benches.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was yeah. too. I thought that would be sit on all the benches. It is not. That's uh totally
0: know. nuts actually. There's, <laughs>
3: that, that's there's the, the thing. one where you um throw the ball down the well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did that one on my second playthrough. I was like, I'm gonna do this bad thing. <laughs> and which I did just, it I, I did it and
3: then I just felt bad about it
0: because that little girl just starts <laughs> crying I'm like yeah. oh no there are consequences yeah. to my actions um there's
3: sounding the giant horn oh I'm missing two of them which the, two of them? the
0: of turtle I one did you mention
4: the, the turtle two,
3: yeah ones? there's the turtle there's the save all the baby turtles uh, uh, I don't
1: think you men- I mentioned it but I don't think you mentioned it that you can make the inventor dance with the. oh yes and thing. make oh,
3: yeah. the inventor dance yeah so that's all of them yep yep yeah. So I missed the giant horn because I was looking for it but couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the lovebirds one even though I did the things where you're supposed to like free the one bird and then look through the telescope for the other bird. Yeah. Uh, and cool. that's like near the inventor. There's like a telescope. What? Yeah. yeah. So there's a telescope that you can what look birds? towards the castle and if you yeah, look inside, the, the side there's like a little bird um, just sitting on a branch that's like really bright red. And supposedly, okay. if you freed the bird in the cage in the earlier sequence, there'll be, like, two little birds together on the branch.
0: Yeah, the but first bird is at the very beginning, like, in the town. Yeah, so by you have the seal. Yeah.
1: You to... Pardon me? <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> that that one's, like,
0: that's, like, the long con achievement. You, yeah. gotta, you gotta be prepared to do yeah. that one. Good but grief. The bird
3: and I looked through the telescope, and there was only the one other bird, so mm-hmm. I just didn't get that one, I guess. Mm. You didn't um,
1: free and, the bird hard enough.
3: Yeah, I guess. Uh, and I missed I missed the skipping stones one.
0: And I missed, yeah, I missed well, those two. Well, the, everybody the should star.
1: miss the skipping stones one. Yeah. Like, if you, if you didn't, you're more heartless than I am, and that's hard. <laughs>
0: care about your dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I like the way that it's phrased like it literally says take a break and the flavor text is you took a break from adventuring yeah. like no I, I was delivering my father to a doctor that's <laughs> yeah. not adventuring my dad yeah. is dying <laughs> I
0: was being responsible yeah <laughs> uh, oh,
3: and then the shooting star one was the other one I missed Yep.
1: cool alright
3: so,
4: so yeah narrative onto... and tone
3: yeah, Onto the thoughts about the narrative. So, so I have, oh wait, one more thing about the mechanics first, since we just like barely touched on this, but I really want to point it out. I think hands down the best thing about this game, and the one thing that like really like elevates it for me, is the way at the very end of the game where um, you have to use the older brothers interact to make the younger brother like live up to what he needs to do. Yeah. Like that was really powerful.
0: That was, like, I it was had a nice a problem bit of with that. full circling.
2: You but had a yes. problem with that? Yes. I <laughs> think was it about? was just too abrupt. I would yeah. like some smooth transition of that.
3: I mean, they have the whole sequence where you like, try to go to the water, and then you can't do it, and then like, the mother, which probably should have been the brother's ghost, comes to you to be like, Hey, you need to do this, like, yeah. I, I think that was sufficient.
1: I spent a, an inordinately long time at that water, like knowing that the water do. was yeah, knowing that the yeah. water was my only path. And the younger brother kept like shaking his head. I'm like, no, dude, your mother told you to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually just get in the water. <laughs> I did <laughs> I the, the same thing. Years.
3: Yeah, I think all of us did that. And yeah. but I think I still it was still worth it for me though. Yeah. But that
1: being said, if it had been the brother, or even if they were to, no, it, it would basically have to be the brother solo. Like I could see. Maybe they work the mother's ghost in there somewhere, maybe right before it. But if the brother the older brother came back as a ghost and was like, Hey, look, you have to do this thing. Um, then I might have thought about using his button to do it. But I had no idea that's what the game wanted of me.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I I thought that I had to just do it on my own with only yeah. the younger brother's prompts. And I I guess I just didn't make the connection of like I'm here with you in spirit or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So that but, that was the disconnect for me.
1: I think yeah. we'll end up talking about that some more when we complete the narrative arc yeah. as yeah. well.
3: Yeah, so. but they, I mean, they have the uh, they do have that whole thing when the 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 Griffin drops you off, and then there's like a thing to climb that has two rocks on it, as though you still had the two brothers, but yeah. you don't have the two brothers.
1: I know. Yeah, you that I'm was... the
3: one, and that like that's amazing. And but like at that point. I was still really really angry about the the older brother's death because I felt like and we'll talk about this more for the story But I felt like that scene was like really manipulative, and it just annoyed me Um, Yeah, and I was like grumbling about it to myself as I was playing and my husband who was sitting next to me was like Okay, so clearly you have problems with this game Is there like anything that the game could do at this point that would make you not hate it? And then the thing happened where you have to use the older brother's control and I'm like "That." that is the thing it could do that would make me not hate this game
4: the game did the the thing
3: thing. yeah Yeah. because i like i wrote my graduate thesis about how you can provide characterization via mechanics Mm -hmm. and that's like exactly the sort of thing i'm talking about yeah and i i so few games do stuff like that and it like it really made me feel great to see that so that made me really happy
0: that's good
1: that it redeemed itself yeah, a little
3: but bit. In, in contrast to the story, moving on to the story.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think we should probably shape. go through... <laughs> <laughs> Carl. <laughs> we should probably go through like linearly and in detail how we felt as the game progressed along. And I think that'll help us describe our experience with each, like, section of the game as well, because we've kind of jumped around all over the place, and if somebody's listening to this and hasn't played the game, they <laughs> mostly have no idea about anything yeah, that we've talked yeah. about. Do
3: you want to go first, then?
1: <laughs> well, I think somebody who was actually bothered by the first scene should probably Oops. go first, because it did not bother me that they fridged the wife yeah. slash mother, but you can go for it.
3: Yeah, so the, the very opening of the game, like, pretty much the first, so the very first shot is The younger brother standing in front of the grave and then the very next shot after that is the mother is drowning and the little brother unable to save her and I saw that and it's at this point that is such a common trope that I was like I rolled my eyes so hard like it practically crashed the game like it was (laughs) (laughs) you know I was just like come on really you're gonna start with that and like I'm like okay you had really really better do something narratively to earn that fridging like to have justified just killing off that character for no reason because the next thing that happens is that you know we discover that the father is sick and we take him to the doctor and it would make just as much sense for the story that the mother has to be the one staying behind to take care of the father and make sure he doesn't die from his illness while you guys go off to get tree you know penicillin tree water um it you know it it doesn't she doesn't it? dead for that element I think it does because you know do you two... think
1: that a mother in her right mind would permit her two young sons to go find penicillin tree water if she's physically capable?
3: well That's I mean in a story like this, I would argue that they would just make the mother like well so a. We don't know anything about like if she's a tiny woman. Is she capable of like climbing rock faces or whatever? Like this game does not. I mean, the generally younger brother give
1: us... just, like, is ten. I mean, yeah,
0: I feel like an like, adult woman is, is at least as capable is at least as capable as a ten year old boy. So,
3: yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so sure. Um, but the other things are a, it needs at least two people because all the puzzles are two person pud- puzzles. Yeah. So one of the boys would have to go anyway. Uh, and B, like if if it becomes a matter of like he needs to be kept alive, it's quite possible she might be the only person with like the medicine know how to make sure he survives while they're gone. So it could easily be that like she needs to be there with him in order to keep him alive and somebody else needs to go get this medicine.
2: So like I I really s- send honestly, her two t- sons. Yeah, I, not, I don't see honestly, herself to me that. In, like, makes just that. As
3: much, yeah, but that makes just as much sense to me as, like, you know, like, granted, the, it's harder for the father to protest because he's sick. But yeah. he doesn't make that much effort to stop them going. Like, yeah. he, I he have Clearly, no he seems to be okay with them going. going on the adventure alone. I bet right. he wasn't
0: even really sick. It's just, like... This is the coming of age for my boys. They have to go save me. It's oh, the thing that everyone in this village does when their that boys make are more sense. <laughs> when their boys I are. Like, like that more. Ten and yeah. sixteen. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. I, I won't, I won't say that it, it makes sense that the father doesn't protest as much as he should. Like I agree with you, um, but I just. Like at least he's incapacitated for the most part. Yeah. Whereas a mother just being like, "Yeah, look, I'll I'll take care of dad. You two go to the magic tree with the penicillin water." Like, no. If she's if she's like the only person in town who has the medicinal know how to keep their father alive, she knows at least two people who are in debt to her that need to go and and go. <laughs> this. Like you know what I mean? That like true. that yeah. makes way less sense to me narratively. I not just... that not that dad and medicine man made sense, but it just made. <laughs> more yeah, I sense.
3: just think there would have been there I, I feel instinctively like there would have been better ways to write it that didn't involve killing off the mom character.
0: Yeah, and I, it it felt like to me with that. Yeah. they they killed off the mom to sort of raise the stakes like mom is already dead. Now, right. Now dad's dad is all they sick, have
1: left and if yeah. he
0: dies then they have no family
1: exactly and that's where I was like felt about it as well that it I don't actually have as much reason to save dad considering they provide no characterization mm-hmm. until they tell me that mom's already dead and younger and it's like younger brother feels like it's his fault and now I'm like okay I, I get why we're doing this and dad's completely incapacitated so even if he pro- protested really strongly he can't stop us yeah so, we're going. It's, like, I, that, yeah. like, clicks for me. So, enough. I like think that
3: was, that was their intended justification, and also they were trying to justify the fact that the younger brother is afraid of water. Yeah. Which, for me, could have just just as easily been, he can't swim. Like, people yeah. sometimes just can't swim. Like, yeah. I'm not sure that needed an emotional justification, but whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I I agree with that. And but... he's, he's young enough that he doesn't really need a justification, I think. But... Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that being said, like yes, the um, fridging fridging the mom in water happened to be convenient, but mm-hmm. for the way they structured their story, I think it was somewhat necessary. Um, so I think there would be a better like there's probably a better way to redo the whole thing
2: <laughs> in yeah. such a way
1: that it doesn't require the the mom slash wife to be fridged, but I think it requires more than just oh, she's alive, let's put her somewhere mm-hmm. to make that work. I think it does make it weaker unless you redo, like restructure a lot of different things along the way.
0: Because, I mean, if she's alive and she's just not not there, then she's still, in a way, effectively fridged because she's just not there.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, and I, I just I struggle to see any way they can justify sending the two boys on this quest alone if the mom is alive and healthy as well like there's no justification well
3: what if they what if they discover like that there is you know that there that this cure exists and then they like sneak off in the night to go find it like they don't ask for permission they just go off to do it
1: that would be i would be okay with that Uh, i don't know that i would care like about the quest if that were the thing i'd be like what what are you kids doing like go tell your mom you, because she'll probably help you hooligans yeah like i i would just that fits be- so like kyle and i were talking last night about how this could have been written as a light-hearted cute fun story throughout the entire game and that would have worked really well for both of us and i could see that being the beginning of this cute light-hearted adventure that doesn't involve death and gruesomeness and brutality and bleakness and all of that um, and if that were the whole game like if the whole thing were restructured to fit that tone and only that tone then I would be more okay with that as a narrative opening to it but that's kind of where I'm coming from is like the rest of the game can't just be the way the rest of the game is yeah. with that as the opening to it that wouldn't work for me
3: yeah, so the, I feel like I should also speak for, um, since we have had some discussion on the forums, um, I yeah. should speak for some of the forum discussion where I know, like, Eve White said that um, the, like, in general, the sort of dark darkness and bleakness of tone didn't bother her as much. Like, she thought the whole game felt like it was about sort of bleakness, yeah. and so, like, you know, and death, and so, like, that kind of stuff was to be expected and i
1: can see where that's coming from if mm-hmm. you aren't enraged by the mom dying <laughs> i spent a good
3: of, first like I, I spent up to about the troll mind part being just frustrated with that opening
1: right exactly and so i think and i'm i would be surprised if eve white didn't yeah. considering who she is um but yeah. that being said like if if you just sort of accept that opening, and you're not enraged by it, um, which is kind of where I was sitting, I I was okay with the idea that the game was about bleakness and death and some sort of inevitability and things of the na- that nature, because it opens up with mom's dead, younger brother feels like it's his fault, now dad is dying, and that's all we have left in the world. Yep. <laughs> And like that to me is like a really bleak situation and I can, if that's setting the tone for the game, um, I can see how the rest of those tonal, the rest of the tonal darkness in the game um, doesn't, isn't a problem necessarily. Uh, I still felt like it went back and forth between happy, lighthearted, cool stuff and death bleakness.
3: Despair, really, yes.
1: yeah, death, bleakness, and despair really abruptly and and too frequently.
4: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I, so I still
1: uh, felt like it was jarring, but I could see how that is, for some people, probably the more acceptable reading of the game is that it's supposed to be about death, and bleakness and despair, and the happy-go-lucky parts of it should be cut out versus the, um, graphic dark stuff. But. So,
3: yeah, so let me so I'll keep going through the like actual narrative beats of the yeah. of the story so so you take the dad, so dad is sick, you take the dad to the doctor doctor sends you off like to find this magical tree now, um, you go through
1: notably the... notably though doctor is like, no, there's no solution like a few times, and then he's like. Oh shit, wait. There's the paper that I have that has a a tree drawn on it. It's not and even a map. The...
0: It's just a picture of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So I have this
3: picture like oh, of a by tree. the way, there's this tree that everybody knows about.
1: <laughs> everybody Actually, but you. Yeah. yeah. So notably like the the doctor says like, "No, there's nothing we can do." Stop. And then they persist and then he's like, "All right, fine. There take this picture of a tree and go find it."
3: <laughs> yep. And so then you go through the village, which is a fairly lighthearted area. You're doing things like, um, you know, like sicking a small dog after a bully, and uh, yeah, you literally
1: know, literally a Pomeranian.
3: Yeah, playing with a ball and uh, making you know, a
1: girl cry.
3: Making a making a little girl cry, maybe, or you can try and shoot a basketball hoop.
1: I did There's both like of a those things. Hoop there.
3: Interesting. Um, Interesting. You like freeing birds and and making friends with bunnies and
0: and maybe sheep. Sheep blackening. Yeah. Yep.
1: And yeah, then, the and then
3: is, you yeah. run into a, a lonely troll, and yeah. the environmental embedded narrative with there being like two beds there tells you that, like, he's, you know, he's lost someone and he's lonely. I didn't even pick he's up crying. On that. Yeah. Well, he's huh. crying.
1: I, I mean, I, crying. I remember noticing two beds, but I was just like, why does he have multiple beds?
0: Two beds <laughs> with hearts <laughs> on them. Yeah, yeah. two beds yeah. on them. Which means that they're married. <laughs> does he have so, two beds. Actually, this is one thing that I was gonna ask about you. You didn't like the fridging of the wife, but you said that you sort of got over it once you got to the troll part. But is like, is the fridging of the wife, I guess, more egregious than immediately following that up with like a damsel in distress scenario? Well, so
3: this was <laughs> I was over it before I had gotten to the damsel in okay. distress scenario because because the I I really the the beginning of the troll mines was where I started to really like enjoy the mechanics and Mm -hmm. start to feel like they they were making good use of the kind of co-op feel. Yeah. And so that distracted me enough from my frustration.
0: I also like that the troll just kind of picks you up and flings you around. Yeah.
3: So there's a cute little kind of climbing sequence where the troll like helps you get past things in a variety of ways. Like sometimes he flings you, sometimes he makes himself into Mm -hmm. a bridge. You know that kind of thing, and And for uh,
1: me, I felt like that took way too long and was a lot of the same (laughs) actions over and over, which really bugged me. But it sounds like Kyla enjoyed it, so that's an interesting difference of opinion there.
3: Yeah, I I just so much of this game was just like taking a walk through a beautiful environment, that you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. It felt like a little sightseeing hike. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, So then you get into troll mines where like there's a bunch of this It's all of a sudden dark and there's a bunch of like this old mechanical equipment and you um, Start to get like some of the you know Do one thing with one brother holding a switch while the other brother does a different complex action Mm -hmm. Stuff that's a little bit more complicated Which I kind of enjoyed and then you run into like a lady troll being held captive who? gratifyingly at least is still very troll-like in a, in appearance. They didn't do that, pull that weird thing where like the guy of the species is like really ugly and troll-like and then the woman is somehow like super sexy for some yeah. reason even though she's also <laughs> yeah. a troll.
0: Yeah. No,
3: she's a troll woman. Um, See World have, of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, she's like injured and so you have to like sneak up to her jailer and free her and then like jail the jailer and then help her get back to the to her her troll husband, who is the troll who helped you the first time, um, right. on the other
0: and, side, and, and knock the bad man in the pit. Yeah.
3: Then you eventually knock one of the big troll jailers into a pit.
1: Right. And in terms of tone, I think, for me at least, there were two things that were a little jarring during that. And one is that the troll woman apparently has like broken ribs. Like she looks like she's having a lot of difficulty moving around. Yeah and in a lot of pain and that's accentuated by when the the troll man has to help pull her up but is also like really gingerly doing it trying not to harm her at the same time um, and you drop the ho- a hostile troll into like a vat of molten metal or something which is right,
3: I just got really the impression that it talk. was a deep pit because this like some kind of cloud it's, comes up closed. after and I thought that was like you know, dust or something. Yeah, but you're in a mine. There's all kinds of like glowing tunnels and stuff. No, no,
1: that's no. not the mines work. <laughs> I
3: don't that's know. I it's
1: didn't... always molten stuff me, when it's it, glowing. To
3: me, it didn't read as uh, as molten whatever, but it's. I guess maybe that's just me, or maybe my shaders weren't working. That could also <laughs> maybe.
4: <laughs> that. well, maybe
0: that's true.
1: Yeah, I I interpreted it as like lava or molten metal or well, something. Like I think and I I think I interpreted it like from the dude melting,
0: yeah, I think I read it as like an incinerator of some sort,
1: yeah, so like, either way I, I read a, it a really as him gruesome falling way to down
0: go. a deep
3: pit, which was lo- which is much less gruesome, but uh, <laughs> yeah I uh, guess
0: one one thing that did bother me about this section is like troll man's sad because his wife is imprisoned, but what about all of the other trolls that you see enslaved in the pits of the mine that yeah, nobody really, cares
3: about? yeah, it's yep. really unclear like if they are slaves or if they are like, voluntary workers or, like,
0: what the whole deal is there. It's, it's unclear.
1: That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's definitely unclear. Um, And you don't see many of them, but you do see several here and there.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that that's just something that I think this game would have benefited a lot from just characterization in general. Like, telling me about dad so that I have a reason to care about him other than the fact that he's dad. Yeah. Or... Uh, telling me about these trolls so that I don't get the idea that they're enslaved and like all having their ribs broken when they don't mine fast enough, and yeah. so on and so forth.
3: Yeah. Um, so after that, the the trolls, uh, the troll and his wife like help you out of the mines, and I think the next sequence is you wake up in the night with the wolves, right?
1: That
0: sounds right. Yeah. Um, um, I think so. I think
2: well, you're right.
3: Yeah, and you, you have get to get
2: a scene it? of the father first. Oh, do you?
0: Oh, well,
3: yeah, there's, it's, there's interspersed throughout. There are, like, a couple scenes of the dad, like, waking up at the doctors and being sick and yeah. stuff like that, which is, like, is just more emphasis of what we already know. Like, oh, in case you forgot, there's theoretically a reason why you're doing all this. In
0: case you took a break from adventuring. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. Isn't, isn't wolf level, um, like, after some interaction with water... Don't you have no, to do it's right before that? the interaction okay. with water. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Um so
3: yeah, the there's a there's a sequence where you have to fight the wolves off at night, which I really liked mechanically. I did too. in terms of like the really shoddy like um, justification for the puzzles in this game the fact that the younger brother can't also hold a torch <laughs> was weird for me it's like yeah, yeah yeah i tried i tried several times to get him to pick up a torch but he just keeps burning his hand on the fire and i'm yeah. like come on it's not <laughs> that hard
2: yeah i had Did the same thought played with fire with a kid <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> i had the same thought though like i actually didn't try to pick up a torch with the younger brother because i just I saw what was happening here. (laughs) I was just like, nope, I I accept this. I am pretty sure that the younger brother is utterly incompetent at holding sticks. (laughs) And so... But mechanically, it felt good because the the older brother in this scenario holds the torch and creates this bastion of safe light. And when you use the, the older brother's activation button, he swings the torch around and scares wolves away. And so it really teaches you by forcing you to move them in simultaneous fashion. Yeah. Like, you the, have the to move them together. To close yeah, to exactly, because the safe. yeah, the younger brother has to stay really close to the older brother, or you fail. And um, it makes you
3: feel really, like, protective as the older brother.
2: Yeah. yeah. Because you're it. like,
3: I, I, you know, this character can't do anything right now, I have to keep him safe.
2: Yep, exactly. This yeah. is kind of how I played the whole game.
3: Yeah, I, I think they did, in general, I think they did a pretty good yeah. job of making you feel like you know, older brother has to be very protective and is the stronger one and the, you know, more competent one and things like that.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: So then you go into, like, this old churchyard and the the guy from the church lets you through into, like, a rocky area and you fall into the river. Uh, You get chased by a wolf into the river, I guess. Right,
1: right, yeah, Uh, that's what happens.
0: Because you threw your torch away.
3: Yeah, because you were an idiot like an idiot you threw your like, torch away.
1: Oh, there's a house here. I don't need this torch anymore. We're good. There to are be no wolves. Fair,
0: as soon as you get near the house, the lighting completely changes and it's like nearly daylight. Yeah. Which <laughs> was weird. But yeah. okay, I'll give him that.
3: Yeah. So you go through a period of falling in and out of rivers. Uh in a way that felt like like by the third time you randomly slip and fall in the river, I'm like can we just stop? Can we just be more careful around rivers now? Can we yeah. just stop falling into the river? <laughs> yep. um, and then you get that really weird, like, hallucination dream sequence oh, Well, before of the that,
0: I, I wanted to mention that I really liked the... When you have the younger brother climbing on the vine, the vine snaps... You have the older brother at the top picking the vine up and moving it horizontally, while then you have the younger
1: brother climbing up and down to avoid
0: the inexplicable tree demons (laughs) that sort of spring out of the mountain. Yeah,
1: literally come out of the face of the mountain. Like, we're just here now, we've just burrowed (laughs) through this rock.
0: Yeah, I I really liked... With our
1: wooden hands.
0: (laughs) I really liked that segment, and I sort of wish they would have reused that mechanic.
1: I actually hated it.
0: I mean, it was uh, was the only reason
1: I hated it. No, the only reason I hated it is that I had to continual like continuously hold both triggers to make it work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were multiple times where I just let go of one trigger because it was just it just seemed like the thing to do. Um, Or I just didn't realize that the left trigger had to be held in order to hold the branch up. And I tried to just move like younger brother up to the top of the branch without older brother holding on to the branch because I didn't know that was a thing. And then the tree demon ate me and I was like, what the hell? So just the fact that I have to hold triggers for those basic, like, they have to hold on. Why do I have to hold both triggers to do this? Let me just move the older brother and the younger brother with the thumbsticks. I don't know. That was just, I hated everything I had to trigger. I
3: really like it when they do stuff like that because I feel like it embodies the actual uh, motion better because you feel, like, really tense about, like, Oh shit! I have to hold on really tightly because you know this is a dangerous thing where if I let go I could fall. Like that seems—that's exactly how your characters are supposed to feel. So I like that. That's what the mechanics make you feel.
2: Yeah, I, I, um, I
1: agree. You felt that, frustrated, I... <laughs> <laughs> but but I I I understand what they're trying to do and I do appreciate that. But yeah, it just bugged the crap out of me every time <laughs> I had to do it.
2: I think it's really well done, and I think it's totally intentional. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's it's entirely intentional. It really and feels like you are afraid of letting go.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it does, um, which just,
2: to me, felt frustrating.
1: You more just than don't want
3: to be like. afraid of letting go. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I just I don't want that in my life. Um, um,
3: but- one thing that was really kind of weird for me narratively in that sequence was I had, like, this sudden thought of, like, God, this is a weird, like, supernatural element to be putting into a story like this all of a sudden and then i thought about it for a second i'm like wait this has been a game with like trolls in it and yeah. you know like this is not the first I'm going like,
1: to like a magical penicillin yeah, tree that i just have a picture of the first
3: magical element that's come up but for some reason that was the first one that just didn't gel with the rest of the world building i guess
0: i i,
1: um, I actually agree yeah
0: i also agree i think it seemed like there was all this spooky atmosphere. You've got like the dark forest. You've got scary wolves. You've got a weird graveyard and the graveyard man and tree demons coming out of out of the walls and like lanterns just in the river for some reason. And it feels like it should add up to something, but it really doesn't.
1: <laughs> for me, I think I think what was a little bit weird about the tree demons that just burrowed through the mountain um, was that the last like quote unquote enemy we encountered was wolves like super (laughs) mundane sort of threat yeah and then you get to this point you're just like wait where are these why why are these threatening me that's weird yeah even even trolls are kind of humanoid things like they don't they're not obvious they don't exist but they're not supernatural in that sense yeah
3: yeah I think that actually it says really good things for the world building up until that point that yeah. everything else seemed like totally natural and not at all out of place Yeah,
4: totally. right.
2: yeah exactly It was um, totally out of place What, the trolls? It's, the trolls, the troll mine. <laughs>
3: you don't think that's like a sort of standard like fantasy adventure story kind of
2: trope? Well, kinda But that doesn't right. mean it doesn't stand out
3: I don't know. I mean, it didn't bother me in the way... I guess, like, I understand that it like, it didn't feel like it was a real thing, but it also didn't, like, jar me the way that the tree demon kind of... I didn't of question
0: said. it when it happened. I was yeah. like, oh, this troll needs my help. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: That's how I felt as well. Yeah. I didn't really question the tree demons.
3: <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, so then the next thing is that the weird dream sequence where there's the giant mother and, like... The, she's keeping a hand over the father and you sort of try and go rescue him and then older brother like throttles the younger brother to death
0: and then you wake
3: up and then you wake yeah. up and that was like a, that was a weird sequence
1: it was yeah.
3: yeah like I'm sure I could probably come up with like a like a thesis of what they were going for if I sat and thought about it but it was not like immediately intuitively obvious what they were going for with that not at all, yeah.
2: Uh,
0: what, I, what I kind of drew from it and I sort of wrote about this was like um, I connected it to like younger brother's guilt over the mom's death and um, not not really having much of a relationship with the father that is indicated to the extent that the that his relationship with the older brother is indicated um, where when you go to try to like free the father from underneath giant mom's hand and the older brother attacks you, it it feels like it sort of is conveying what their relationships are like. Yeah, and like he way. somehow
3: worries that like the older brother also blames him for yeah. for death or something like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's why of, why is he under giant mom's hand? I don't that, that was the weirdest thing to me. It's like, why is that a thing? Like, mom's dead. Yeah. <laughs> this this does not make any sense to me at all. Like, maybe, even symbolically. Maybe she represents
0: like the clutching hand of death, coming to uh, try to take down away. Bio water. Something like that. I think yeah. that happened. I don't know. That's the that's the most justification I can come up
1: with it. I, so, I, I have no idea.
3: So so then you you wake up. You keep going. And you run into the man about to hang himself. Mm-hmm. Which to me was
1: one is of the most... Is that the next thing?
3: I think that's the next thing that happened. Yeah.
1: Wow, uh, weird. Which is like okay.
3: one of the most like tonally jarring things in the entire game. Because like... Yeah. I guess like...
1: Yeah. The like every other NPC weird? you've run into is... Has like silly things associated with them or they're a key to the next thing. Like yeah. there's the the other two optional npcs before this that i remember is the guy who's like raking his roof mm-hmm. near yeah. the sheep and older brother just interacts with him as a, in a vaguely normal way that i don't remember and younger brother like messes up the straw in the roof and like laughs about it yeah and then you also run into a jerk. yeah <laughs> and then you run into the dude and pl- I, I, I think this may be in the reverse order but at some point you run into a guy playing a harp and the yeah, younger that's,
3: brother, in the, that's in the early, like, village yeah. sequence.
1: Yeah, and the younger brother um, plays the harp, and the older brother attempts to and fails miserably, and they laugh about it.
0: Yeah, and there's also, like, the kid with the cat, and the younger brother pets the cat, and the older brother holds the cat, and the cat just, like, scratches him, even, yeah. like, as long as you keep holding on to the cat. Uh, just lots, yeah, lots of, like, yeah, little innocuous one, interactions. There's one where yeah. there's, like,
3: a guy in front of a gate, and, like if you talk to him as the older brother then like he'll like just shoo you off but the younger brother like smacks him on the butt so, oh really yeah huh. so there's like you know this kind of cute characterization stuff and then yeah. all of a sudden you run and into this even, guy that you could almost yeah. walk past because he's not quite on the main path
2: yeah yeah
3: and you just see I him. i don't think anyone himself.
2: walked past him <laughs> yeah i it's tent- Totally intentional how the camera works yeah, there. Yeah, you
3: can't you can't actually walk past him without getting at least a glimpse of him. I, I yeah. double checked that on the second one, mm-hmm. so you can't miss him. But like you could, you could ignore like, him. Almost miss him and then have to slightly backtrack to get to that the entrance to that area.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, and so you have to. Well, you can save him from hanging himself. You don't have to, um, but you can. Why wouldn't you? And. And then if you look... Well, because I almost didn't. If you look next to him, you can see the uh, charred remains of his home as well as the charred remains of a woman and child, presumably his family. Yeah. Presumably why he's hanging himself. And so you can save him from hanging and then there's you can go out into the remains of the charred house and like retrieve this little music box to give him some small amount of comfort. Yeah. But he's like still standing there tragically when you leave um and like it's not that much comfort his home is still destroyed his wife and child are still dead but at
0: least he's buried them which sort of gives a sense of
1: closure yeah to me at least so
3: yeah he buries them that's like Mm. the that's the quote unquote like good resolution is that he buries his family interesting um So then the immediately following scenario is you ride some mountain goats up a hill.
0: You actually, yeah. first yeah. you open a ridiculously contrived set of bridges connected to windmills. Like, I don't know who
4: thought <laughs> yeah. that was practical. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, right,
1: no, I, so two things I want to talk about with that. Um, first of all, with the, the guy who is hanging himself and you find that his wife and his child are dead. Um... I kind of had an interesting thought of uh, even at the time like when I was playing through it linearly I had the thought of like kind of foreshadowing almost where it's like oh okay this is a man whose wife is dead whose child is dead he couldn't help them or save them and so he wants to kill himself I could conceivably see this happening to dad Mm -hmm. um and so that's sort of a, a thought there. I actually missed the music box, though. Like, I saved him from hanging himself, but then I just walked away because I didn't see him. left him crying? I didn't know what else I could do. Like, I attempted to comfort him, and that didn't work, and I went over to the bodies and, like, interacted with those, and neither of the characters seemed to do anything. Like, you sort of just, you have a moment of press F to pay respects.
2: Yeah. Um, I did it the first time.
1: And then I just, like, oh, okay, I guess there's nothing I can do here that's really sad and bleak. And then I walked off. Like, that's that's the whole thing for yeah, me. Yeah, the
3: music box is pretty easy to miss because it's, like, right... It's out on the very outstretch of the, like, charred thing. And you actually have to go, like, down and around the cliff side to yeah. get to oh, it. Because wow. you can't yeah. go right into the house.
1: Yeah. So, like, that's, that's,
3: an that's an easy thing company. to miss.
1: Yeah, and so for me, that was really... That was more jarring because I didn't even have like a positive way that I felt like I could resolve that. I felt like I had saved this guy to just have him eternally cry. <laughs> like yeah. his entire existence would remain crying. Um, the other half of that is that I almost didn't go down to try to save him at all. I running. saw him You're and stupid.
3: Whoa. <laughs> hey now.
1: I saw him and I really had the thought of like there's no way this game is going to make me save somebody from hanging themselves I'm not going to do that (laughs) like I it was sort of a a thought of like I'm not doing this in protest (laughs) (laughs) and that but I couldn't I couldn't follow through with that and I had to go down and like it does the game let me save him like I had to experiment kind of and then it did I'm just like god damn it really <laughs> um, i guess
0: sec- it, it sets the tone for the rest of the bleak shit you find in this game so yeah it's gotta well, start getting bleak sometime but I guess thing, it's, it's like
1: just so it's, sudden and yeah. just yeah it's,
0: really jarring.
3: it's super sudden and b if it went steadily downhill from there okay maybe but then it's interspersed with things like the mountain goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, is a super fun, lighthearted sequence that just, like, yeah. makes everything happy again. Yeah,
0: because you've got Ow. mountain goats and you've got, like, Uncle Science up, yeah. in, up in his treehouse.
1: <laughs> yeah. At some point, you get. And the other thing was with the bridge that was mm-hmm. the. Uh, I was talking to Kyla about this last night. The most contrived. And ridiculous bridge design. It's the most video on the game bridge. planet.
3: Yeah. So many, so many of the puzzles in this game were just, because they had to be designed such that they were for two people, so many of the puzzles are just like completely unjustifiable narratively. Yeah. Like, why does that even, why does that even exist? But that's I, I
2: actually know it. something about the windmill puzzle. puzzle. It was yeah. one of the earliest puzzles that were made into that game.
0: And they were just so attached to it that they could they couldn't be- bear to let go, you know. That's okay Perhaps. because I-, I had fun spinning around on those windmills. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I was like I felt really cool when I made that bridge work. So yeah, it was I like a it was flashback cool back to playing
3: Ico. Yeah, I thought it was cool
1: it was too, <laughs> but but yeah. On the other hand of it, it was probably the only puzzle in the game that was so blatantly contrived. That it just pulled me out. I'm just like, this is dumb. <laughs>
3: like, yeah. There were a just, couple puzzles for me that were that blatantly contrived, but yeah,
1: it was it was definitely the worst for me. That one right there, because the, the to describe it for everybody who hasn't played the game, you walk up to this bridge, and on your end of the bridge, there's a lever, and then there's a like bars that only the Sorry, younger guys. brother I'll can cross keep,
4: through. I'll,
3: I'll be right back, you guys keep going. Sure.
1: No problem. Uh, by kind of squeezing between two bars, the younger brother's small enough to do that, the older brother is not. So the older brother has to pull this lever, and it raises two-thirds of the bridge, essentially. But it raises it all the way up. There's no middle ground. You can't just raise it up until the point that it's horizontal. It's vertical, but in one direction or the other. That's that's the extent that the older brother can work with it. Yep. And at the end of that longer end of the bridge... Are like two hooks sort of things so younger brother goes through these bars walks up a staircase grabs onto a windmill rolls around on the windmill jumps to the adjacent windmill on the other side of the cliff uh and then rolls around to get to the bottom of that goes through bars on that side grabs a different kind of lever that you have to spin continuously um to extend a, a smaller piece of bridge that has two holes for hooks. And then older brother has to drop the bridge so that they fit.
0: So that yeah, the hooks land in the eyes and the bridge is completed.
1: Yeah, so literally like they modeled a bridge after a bra hook yeah. and then made you require an acrobat and a strong man to operate it.
2: You know, if Why it was, is it two windmills? If it was <laughs>
1: modeled makes after was, what, two adjacent windmills, if
0: it was modeled after a hook, I'm <laughs> amazed that anyone got them unconnected in the first right. place. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> what
1: did I miss? We're, we're still we
0: we just finished explaining how the bridge works. so you okay. in, in detail,
1: yeah. how like ridiculous. <laughs> so, and the other honestly, thing
4: that...
3: it could be it could be a compromise bridge, right? It's it's to ensure that. You need to have one person on each side of the ravine who really wants people to be able to cross.
1: <laughs> the other the other half of that theory, though, is that if you're just uncoordinated as two people or <laughs> hate each other, you can just drop the heavier part of the bridge... Or lift the heavier part of the bridge incorrectly and probably break the other side of the bridge. Yeah, like the way you that's set up, it just sort of flops down or just raises up really quickly and just could just snap the other end of the bridge off.
0: You could also Uh, use the um, the raising action to fling people. Yeah, like if you're into that. Yep. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. It just really super contrived bridge that just had to be done by an acrobat and a strong person.
3: Yep. So so super contrived bridge happens, and then fun mountain goat riding happens, Yep. yep. Um, which I really liked the, I actually like, quote-unquote ride sequences in this game. Like, not yeah. just that one, but, like, the flying machine and the, like, even the part where you're sort of surfing down the river, and by which I mean sli- slightly drowning down the river. There are and a couple things the,
1: that uh, you ride in the mines as yeah,
0: well. there's, like, yeah. the roller coaster thing in the mines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, and those are, I feel like those break up the sequences pretty well. Like, it's a yeah. sort of nice change of face. It feels really fluid and nice. And, like, I like it when they did those things. Yeah. Uh, and then you come to Uncle Science. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he... and he
1: drops a gear on, on top of your head. Almost. <laughs> He's um, like, hey, do this for me. <laughs> it was next to impossible for me to figure out how I was supposed to interact with that gear? Like, knowing it was uh,
3: like an unexpectedly <laughs> difficult thing to figure out. It really was.
0: <laughs> I did, like, I tried.
1: I tried I in no several ways.
0: Like, even after having played this game before, I got to that section and I was like, "Wait, what do I do with this gear?" Yeah. <laughs> like, you just just whip this huge metal object at your tiny brother, <laughs> yeah. hope that he catches it. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's,
3: it's like it doesn't seem like it should be throwable because it feels really heavy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and not only that, but unless you are specifically at an edge and facing it perfectly, you don't throw it, you just you put just, it down. Yeah,
3: you drop it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I tried like picking it up and and what have I had like a Sean Bouchard moment where I picked it up, moved it toward the the edge of the bridge, and my character dropped it. Um that character happened to be the younger brother though. So mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't try it with the older brother right away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, so I can't throw this thing. So I probably have to get somebody up to the top. And then whoever's on the bottom will, like, hold the gear up. And then whoever's on the top will grab it. Yep. That sort of thing. And so I tried solving that sequence in several ways before I was like, all right, let me just try throwing it again.
3: Yeah, let me just revisit the thing I tried previously that didn't yeah. work. And, and it, it turns out that was just finicky, and it actually does work. Yeah, yeah,
1: and I did it with the older brother that time by accident, like it wasn't a conscious decision. And then the older brother just launches it <laughs> at a supremely high velocity, just <laughs> like it was fired from a cannon. I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, really?
0: <laughs> big brother was captain of the baseball team I
4: guess <laughs> Jesus yep he,
1: so he throws it like a basketball and just launches it straight forward yep and so, it it just goes through the younger brother thankfully and doesn't like yeah, doesn't gruesomely him murder him
4: yeah <laughs>
0: um
3: so yeah so you can make the adventure the inventor dance a little jig as one of the side uh optional things you can play rock paper
0: yeah. scissors with him
3: yep um and then you can use his flying machine... You can play rock... Band. Oh,
1: yeah, you can actually, yeah. Yeah, to,
3: uh, yeah to, to do like another little ride sequence. Which
0: I don't know why on earth he would give these two young boys his flying machine that he obviously spent a lot of time working on yeah. for no reason. He was, like, yeah. obviously crazy. Like, oh, you have a picture of a tree? Take my flying machine. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: and uh, I, I really liked the flying machine ride sequence. Uh, I know, like, Carl, you said you didn't enjoy that sequence, right? Yeah. Or well, you had some uh, trouble with yeah. the
2: controls. Not the controls, but I felt like I was moving. You had to do turns, and I couldn't really tell where to turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Because
3: there's, like, that part where, like, you're not supposed to land on that island in the middle of the area. That's like a crash point, but it really looks like you're supposed to oh, land yeah, totally on that island.
0: Yeah, and part of it was like part of my issue with that was that the movement of the flying machine was on rails enough that it's like am yeah, I it, am it I actually clear to me. Yeah, am yeah. I actually like able to dodge things? Do I really need to move things
1: around?
3: Yeah, am I yeah. turning or is the camera just turning? Yeah, like-
1: yeah exactly. I, I failed the first time because I just thought Mm-hmm. Okay. When is it gonna move me out of the way of this? M- oh, it's yeah. not going to move me out of the way <laughs> yeah. of this mountain. I'm yeah. in Oops. control of it somehow. Okay. Yeah. And then I had to get back on it and like experiment with how the controls were supposed to work because I didn't realize that I was actually in control of that situation at all.
3: Yeah. yeah I I tried to <laughs> land on that little spit of land the first time. I was like, oh, where am I? Where am I even going with this? Well, that looks like a like a well lit rock. It's not connected <laughs> to anything, but maybe that's like. Where I'm supposed to go, and then I crashed into it and died. (laughs) And I'm like, well, apparently not.
4: Yep.
3: (laughs) I guess I'll just keep going and see where it directs me.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, And it does direct you to the like giant's castle, which you have to climb, which you do by tying the ropes around the waists of the two brothers and like using them to swing on each other. Yeah. To like get to higher places, which was kind of an interesting, like different use of the mechanic. It was. It was good to see them changing it up a little bit. Yeah.
1: But it took, I mean, I felt like I was swinging for way longer than I should have been. Mm -hmm. It just felt like it it started to become repetitive. Like, okay, I get it. I know how to swing now. Like, I don't need to keep swinging so much. I'm good game. If you you don't mind. Like, I I sort of got to that point, especially because there were so many instances where I would let go of the wrong trigger or both triggers. (laughs) <laughs> because I was thinking that like my brain just wants it to be a toggle like I don't know what it is but I just want to toggle holding on to things rather than having to hold it <laughs> yeah. um, and so I, I just there was enough frustration there I was just like why am I still swinging so much uh, and then you get like tortured hippogriff and, and
0: yeah again. I think my big problem actually was like you get to the top of the climbing segment and you still have the ropes connected as you sort of oh, navigate yeah. this yeah. rickety floor for no like, reason. Why are these
1: like, why are still connected at
0: all?
4: So, like,
3: so what I think the... My thought was that the intent of the rope is what rope climbers use it for, which is that if one person falls, it means the other person can... Pull them yeah, back up. Yeah, that doesn't work. Which is yeah, well, well, I mean, it sort of does. If you drop one brother accidentally, you don't die because he's swinging from the other brother. But Not what bothered quite. me about that um, is that they then get to the highest point on the tower and untie the rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, why would you do that at the highest point you've been to?
0: That's the opposite of why you did that. And see, I so, didn't, I didn't get why they didn't untie it as they got into the building where there's the floor and you like have to sort of navigate those cracks in the floor while still being connected. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure
1: if, I don't know if the game even lets you, but if the game did let you drop a brother there, I'm pretty sure that's still a fail state. So it doesn't work in the sense of like yeah. the rope doesn't actually save the brother. The other thing is that when you first land and you get the rope tied up to your brothers and you go and start swinging, there was the a point where one brother is over ground like you you land safely if you drop him (laughs) the other brother is if you're swinging in that like the left direction that brother would fall indefinitely and so there was a time when i a couple of times in fact where i dropped both triggers and both brothers dropped from that position one brother lands safely And I would think if the rope is supposed to work in this manner, that the uh, other brother, like, falls, but then gets pulled up or something.
3: And he does not.
1: No, it's a fail state. You you (laughs) die. It's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, why is the rope there? (laughs) The rope is there just so they could have the swinging mechanics, but
0: only in selective areas. Yeah.
1: It's like. Like, Like
0: younger brother can support older brother's weight, but only when he's latched onto a tiny handhold in the side of a wall. Right, can't do it if Uh, he's on his two feet. Yeah. Yep.
3: So so, uh, actually, like side side tangent, can we talk about the fact that there was such a strong motif of you can't go back because the stuff is always literally collapsing behind you and under you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would never go. the path they go. <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Well,
3: like clearly no, it's a stupid so... path to begin with. But like yeah. you know, the the roof is like falling in when they're like crossing those floorboards. Yeah. Um and the like the they cross those statues and the statues fall apart. And even in the troll mines, there's like part and of the troll those... equipment that falls apart yeah. as soon as you're done. There's like some areas of cliffs that where the rock like falls away from under you. And to me, that was the one reason why I saw, well, maybe not the one reason, but one of the big reasons why I really saw the older brother's death coming from a mile away, (laughs) because I felt like there was such this strong theme of, like, we are not coming back from this. Like, this is sort of a one-way trip um, that I'm like, okay, clearly both characters are not going to survive this.
0: Which makes me wonder how anyone knew where this fucking tree was.
1: Yeah, right. Again, it's just there are two paths, and (laughs) each character you talk to is like, "Well, you came from that way. This is the only way you can go." So I'm gonna point in this direction. Yep. Um, one thing. So I guess part of what made me feel like the swinging was a little bit like forced upon me was there's the part where you're swinging across like the stone giants that are lined up along a perfectly stable-looking bridge. (laughs) Yep. It's like. Why yeah. Why do I have to swing? Why can't I get down from here yeah. and then just walk because, along the bridge? Because
3: the bridge is ever so slightly blocked by rubble at just at the beginning and end of the bridge and at no other and point. Yet,
1: so I can swing with these ropes like laterally, <laughs> but I can't do it climbing <laughs> or no. and I can't climb small rocks. Like, nope. are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah. So that that really bugged me. and, and more I guess of
3: the, More of the, like, really tentative justification for yeah, puzzles. Right.
1: Yeah, so I guess that's part of what bugged me about all of the swinging, is that some of the swinging really did feel like it was just there to make me swing more. And I was just like, why? Like, it's not that cool, guys. Like, it was <laughs> it was neat and novel for a little bit, and then I don't have to do this for, like, 20 minutes, please. <laughs> like this does not have to be the only mechanic with which I interact with my world for 20 whole minutes. That just doesn't <laughs> seem right.
3: So, so then you get into the giant's castle, which has um, some good, very subtle embedded narrative that I noticed the second time, which is that there's a giant hole in the side of the the bridge and in the the one like floor part mm-hmm. that looks like maybe a cannonball or something came crashing in through it.
4: Yeah. Oh, that's neat.
3: Um which like that's a really great subtle you know embedded environmental cue that foreshadows the the battlefield which comes right. up later. Mm-hmm. Um, but first you have to f- save the little owl griffin um, which is trapped in a cage in the giant's tower.
1: And, and super bloody. Yeah. And super injured looking as and if it were just pitiful tortured for Little
3: sport. yeah, making pitiful little crying noises. Yeah. And, it looks
0: like it was like a like Scientific subject because there were all those little yeah, diagrams yeah. on the wall. Yeah. So, so we had Uncle Uncle Science and like Evil Giant Science Doctor yeah. Man.
1: Yep. Evil Science Doctor. <laughs> Evil Giant Science Doctor Man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, magic
0: magic penicillin on
2: sign on the tower.
0: <laughs> magic penicillin water tree. Don't you know, get you off don't my back. don't
2: have any real reason to save the bird, really.
3: Well, other than it's super sad, um, and you want to be a decent super sad, person.
4: Of yeah. yeah. yeah,
3: And so you save this incredibly injured-looking animal, and you think, like, yay, it's going to be free. And then it, like, kneels down for you to get on its back. And, and then, I literally wow. said out loud, like, no, no, little owl, I don't want to ride you. You look <gasps> super injured. Like, that yeah. doesn't look safe for either of us. Yeah, I had
1: the same thought. Like, why am I riding this thing? Like, that must be really painful if, like, yeah. no... No, no, no.
3: Yeah. Like, it's okay, just rest. Like, I found my way here. I'm sure I can find my way out. Like, I'm sure there
1: are plenty of conveniently placed things for me to latch onto and swing from. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> There's probably a zip line
0: somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and then the
1: owl... Or a then really long bridge that I
0: connect
3: ...carries you to a bank and then clearly dies. Like, the deus ex machina at the end, notwithstanding, that bird is clearly dead there.
4: Yeah, and,
0: and uh, I, I press agree well. press F to pay respects again. Yep, and yeah. you know, pick up a feather. There's a memory of older brother fishing with dad,
3: which is the only characterization scene of the dad in the entire game. <laughs> Pretty basically.
2: much, yeah, and yep. it's not really connected to the bird in any way. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just it's just using the same feathers. Yeah, so you're it
3: like,
1: has did, a did, feather did we... in it.
0: That is that yeah. is the connection.
1: Did, did we collect owl griffins in the village and like torture them for their feathers so that we could fish? Like, is that a thing that we did?
0: I guess. <laughs> Interestingly, you can pick up the feather as the younger brother and, like, carry it around, but it doesn't do anything. I carried huh. it around for a little while and I was like, this isn't doing me huh. any good. Interesting. That is though.
1: interesting. But you're like, I'm getting a cramp, so I don't really want to continue so, with yeah, it. So
3: that was, a, that was another moment of, like, it felt unnecessarily bleak to me. Like, huh. we just had this fun moment of rescuing it and, like, this fun ride where dead. we got to, like, ride it around and now it's dead. Like, And not only that, but it, like,
1: sacrificed itself for us. Yeah, I
3: didn't even want to ride it. Like, I didn't want to ride it because it looked injured. And, like, I felt bad for it. And then you just punish me for, like, not being able to make that decision by killing off the bird. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I had the thought of, like, how bad must, like, whatever was going on in that tower have been? that this bird is saved given freedom and then sacrifices its life to just Maybe put us somewhere
2: it was else dead anyway
0: I'm I'm assuming Could that it been. was just trapped in that cage like I'm assuming that giant giant scientist like had been experimenting on it or whatever the cannonball crashed through the tower giant scientist is dead and that bird has just been trapped in there for who knows how long Yeah
3: that right. was my thought too
1: Yeah and so it's like how just God, the the idea that we save it, and then it's like, yeah, so what I'm gonna do with my saved existence now is, um, go and die, but after I'm transporting you to a grateful. place. Yeah. yeah, like, are you joking right now, game? Yeah. Like, is that necessary?
3: Yeah, so that was another, and then we moved on to what I felt was the most uncomfortably jarring segment of the game, which was
0: the giant battlefield. Um... I'm just gonna go ahead and say I loved this segment. Oh my and god! I know. Okay, I know you have issues with the tone. I, didn't, I did
1: too, actually. Yeah.
4: I,
0: I, I agree that it was very inconsistent. But the way it felt to me was that I'm in a story. My story is go save the dad, but my story is also intersecting with a number of other fairy tales that are taking place simultaneously within the same space. And that makes it feel cool for me.
4: Yeah,
3: and I'm fine with that, and, uh, like, as (laughs) we keep referring, so, like, Thanarod and I had a really long, like, Skype chat about this game last night when it, like, I couldn't sleep because it was super late. Um, the, so, one of the things we were talking about was positing, like, how you could have done this scene in a way that, like, still felt cool and still maintained that feeling. But was not as ridiculously gruesome.
1: Yeah, like and, didn't it involve mutilating corpses and drowning in rivers of blood. Yeah, basically. I um, guess I just don't have problems with either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: it was like, um, <laughs> what if the what if the scene was a live battlefield where you have to avoid the giants as they're fighting? Like uh, that could lend itself some really to really cool puzzles, where and nice know,
1: cinematic sequences. Yeah. And, and good feels that way without having to mutilate corpses or blood splattering everywhere because you don't have to actually watch them hit each other like they can all just block and parry and do fighting things and you're just like you can use an axe as a lever to go through and like dodge a bunch of arrows or
3: yeah like uh, hide under a shield so you don't get stepped
1: on and yeah just a bunch of different things like that i i could have seen that going way differently and feeling just as cool if not cooler but not requiring me to literally get covered in blood and ineffectually try to wipe it off with my hands.
2: Yeah. Or, I've seen that, but or I, I chop like off a the idea away. of uh, going through a battlefield that has already been... and it's, it's over, th- and you go through the remains and see what happens. I happened. think it's a
3: cool idea conceptually. I just felt like for the tone of the rest of the game, it was like all of a sudden incredibly dark. Yeah. That we were just desecrating corpses right and left.
0: But then again, oh. right after it, we've got this evil cult sacrificing women to the blood god. Yeah. So- was- <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: hang on, hang on, hang on, though. They, they were sacrificing a woman who was also Gollum and also a giant spider That's witch. That's true. Like, yeah. Once I got to that part of the narrative, I retroactively was like, no, those goblins probably had exactly the right idea and knew exactly what was going on here. And I agree and with that. Yeah. But they probably were doing something close. great.
0: But at right. yeah, they, like, they
1: would have. That's yeah. true.
0: But I, so at wanna, first glance, like, I want to talk more yeah.
3: specifically about like exactly my my like mental arc as I was going through this battlefield because I wrote down specifically like what the escalation of the corpse desecration is. So like the first, first you just see a bu- a big body. Like, um, yeah. did you guys notice that they have like whole entire bears tied to their shoulders? By the way. Um, what like, yeah like, that's like amazing
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, I was too busy being disgusted by the vultures yeah. feeding on them yeah, and not so wanting to like, look yeah, at they're them
3: they're like they're bleeding they're like cut up they're they're still like actually flowing blood so it's not clear how long they've been here but it doesn't seem like that long
0: and if rigor mortis hasn't set in thankfully yeah. well uh, rigor mortis yeah.
3: clearly thankfully. has set in into some of them um for I'll get to Um, But yeah, so like and there's like vultures feeding on them that if you get too close like the vultures flap off and stuff So first you just see a corpse then there's like the arm in your way with an arrow embedded in it and You use the arrow to like push the arm out of the way of the path so you can walk by
1: and for, for listeners Keep in mind that these are when we say Giants. They're like seriously Massive
3: yeah, like the arrow like, is so big that it requires both brothers to have a handhold on it to push it. Like, like it's yeah. brother, and all that does the is pivot an
1: arm at the
0: elbow
3: that you used earlier.
0: Like yeah. older brother is approximately the same height as a giant's finger yeah. for a sense of scale. Yeah, yeah.
3: Or yeah, or even like a piece of the giant's finger. Yeah. yeah. Um, so first you push the the arm out of the way, then you walk under some blood that's like falling down. Uh, then you push a corpse into a ravine you like lever use it like jump on an arrow to like lever over its like the the big um like mace thing that it's holding on to and that because apparently its hand has rigor has sit in on the hand and it can't like let go like yeah. the thing doesn't just fall out of its hand it drags the whole body down into the ravine with a crash which is like a little bit, like, feels a little bit disrespectful on, like, this battlefield, but, like, okay, you, you know, you're clearing the path, um, then you have to wade through a river of blood, which, you know, is a little bit more gross. Which
2: is metal as hell. Then you get right, to the Right, but part this game where... is not metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really a happy game. Well, but parts
3: of it are, like, riding yeah, parts goats of it are up so a cliff is pretty happy. Yeah. Um... But anyway, so the next thing that happens was like probably one of the worst ones which is that you it's and it's the thing is it's super unclear what you're doing. There's like a path and there's like you're levering some piece of something and what it ha- causes to happen because there's like a giant's leg in your way. And what it causes to happen is it makes an axe fall and chops off the giant's leg. Like the leg of the corpse.
0: And the leg is then swept away by the tiny amount of, of, and, well, the of leg blood is river. the
3: blood river. Yeah, it's slightly swept to the side. You can actually go over to the leg and sniff it as an interact. Yeah,
1: that was
0: weird. Which <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> is just odd. That's, that um, wouldn't be my first just,
1: reaction. They're like, ew. And it's like, what? You just, you literally de legged a corpse. Yeah, you just
3: chopped off this guy's leg. And, like, that's the point where I was, like, horrified. I'm like, what the I I didn't realize that was going to happen.
1: I'm like, what yeah. the
3: fuck just happened? Yeah. I didn't want to do that! That's horrible! Yeah.
1: Why couldn't I have just climbed up the leg? Because like, we, yeah. we've proven yeah. ourselves to be incapable
0: of climbing unless there were very specific protruding <laughs> objects that we can sort of hop up to. So,
3: and so then the next thing you so, go to is there's a like a full corpse in your way and you come up to a crossbow and you can clearly see that the crossbow is aimed at the guy's head And that's the point where I was standing there and going like, no, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to shoot this guy in the face. Like, that's uncomfortable for me. Like, this is a, this is a battleground where, like, horrible things happen. I am uncomfortable desecrating a corpse in this way. And I was like, if I hadn't been, I I probably would have gotten over it even if I'd been playing it on my own. But I entertained the idea of stopping the game there. (laughs) I didn't, obviously. But I entertained the concept. So you the shoot worst one the guy for me the was the face. leg, but yeah. Yeah, so you shoot the guy in the face, which is is not as gruesome as the leg, but you know right. it's coming. So you have yeah. to be very intentional about it. Yeah, they, and that, like,
1: they
0: framed that very well. Yeah. And, so and it just that,
1: happened to be, you know, equipped, like the crossbow just happened to be designed such that both a massive giant and two small children... <laughs> could operate it yeah (laughs)
0: that's that's Uh, a good design uh,
3: so you shoot the guy in the head and it like the force of it like pulls him over backwards and i I forget if it also knocks him down a ravine but like it gets him out of the way um and then you go forward and then that actually
0: um incidentally next to the crossbow um you sort of have to go to the right to get back on the path if you go to the left there's like a little ledge you hop over that's where the horde is if you care to know yeah
3: so yeah i i I did end up looking it up afterwards i didn't go there but i understand that it's somewhere in that area um so yeah so then you fall down like the blood river and then you get completely soaked and covered in blood and you're drenched and red and you try ineffectually to wipe it off and no you're just bloody for a while and that's when you you leave bloody
1: or not fingerprints but footprints. footprints yeah each footprint is like a dark red Until you end up in water, which cleanses you temporarily until becoming drenched in blood is the solution to the next puzzle.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: Which is disgusting. Then you you run across, like, a cult of, like, little, you know, little goblin dudes trying to, like, sacrifice a lady at the stake. And there's some, like, iconography and cave paintings of, like this blood god that looks like a guy standing on the shoulders of
0: another guy, it's but- like <laughs> <blood>. <laughs> It's like mecha I saw that, and I immediately thought of the Venture Brothers. <laughs> mecha Shiva! <Megashiva. laughs> so, that's where I went with that Yeah, one.
3: see, like, this- even though this is more about blood, this sequence almost felt cutesy to me. Like it felt like we were back in the realm of like, oh, this is an adventure story, like, yeah, like you know, if it were, Tom Sawyer, Huck no. Finn kind of thing going yeah, on. If
1: it didn't require being literally covered in blood, I would yeah, have Yeah, you have it. to
2: get covered in yeah,
3: blood. Yeah, so you have to, so you have to get the younger brother onto the older brother's shoulder, and like stand under a blood waterfall to cover yourselves in blood, and then go and spook the. You know the easily oh, God, frightened yes. natives.
1: But but Carl, I think I think what we're finding, and this may just be like a a point of contention between Kyla and I versus you and Carl or you and Kelso rather. There you're all K's. It's weird. <laughs> um, so Kyla and I like instinctively wanted to interpret everything in that sort of Huck Finnish, lighthearted adventure sort of way. So I had the same thought when I got there. I'm like, oh, I just stack. I mean, it it took me a little bit of time to realize what I was supposed to do, but once I figured out that I could stack the two brothers together, like, oh! If I stack the two brothers together, they'll come out and, like, make growly noises and scare the goblins off because they're larger this way. That makes total sense. I didn't drench myself in blood until that failed three times, because I did not want that to be the solution to the puzzle. Like, I was not interested in that as a solution, and it didn't even click to me that it was possible. And so when we encounter these weird graphic dark sequences it feels like the opposite of what our brain thinks this game is supposed to be and it sounds like you guys are maybe having the opposite reaction where you feel like the game is supposed to be this dark bleak despair game and the happiness bits are almost out of place for you maybe or just
0: not necessarily that i feel like that's necessarily how the game should play out as much as it is just the individual sequences, like being really into like like darker high fantasy stuff as I have been um, for a while, I guess, um, and you know I'm just like into horror movies and into gore and like gruesome stuff like that because I'm a weird broken person. Um, it's That's true. it's it's like those solutions might seem out of place within the larger scheme of the game but they don't seem out of place at all to me within the like sort of sort of smaller narrative beat of yeah, just I, the scene.
3: I, I hmm. kind of get that like I, I agree that like I don't theoretically I don't necessarily have a problem with a sequence where you go through a graveyard and desecrate corpses in a game like Limbo or something where the yeah. whole game is dark and gory and about how the world is like really scary but this this one just seesawed back and forth between two different tones so like wildly and abruptly that yeah. I felt like very jarred every time it was it like altered itself. And I and think,
1: I, oh, oh. I feel like the the graphic and the art style are more on the end of the happy adventure game. Like they they invest so much into making everything look so pretty and just a lot of it looks peaceful and otherwise just positive things. And they don't like the games that I would expect to have blood and gore and mutilation of corpses as solutions to puzzles are the games, which also look really gritty and dark throughout, but brothers is very brightly lit is very peaceful looking for most of the game. Um, and has sort of a cutesy aesthetic to it. Like when you look at the two brothers and their hair is just a bubble on their head essentially <laughs> and things like that. Like I don't get the sense that it's supposed to be gory or even like lends itself well to that. So this, this I don't know. This is actually
3: a great point where, because I, I was going to mention this and then I forgot about it. Um, I wanted to, I was thinking really hard over the past couple of weeks about the, we were talking, I talked about how much I love tone in the first podcast. And so I was thinking about like how I define that. And what I came up with, and I think I gave some examples that now I don't stand by necessarily last <laughs> time, but whatever. Um, so the definition I came up with is it's when a game picks something specific that it really wants me to feel or get a sense of. And then everything in the game from the mechanics to the visuals, to the lighting, the narrative, the music, like all the pieces of it are like, you know, synthesized towards and work towards that goal of making me feel that thing. That's what I mean by tone. And so, in that sense, I felt like the tone of this game was very inconsistent
2: in that yes. way. I have a problem with that, though. Yeah? If you read that tone slightly wrong, then you will get an an, an entirely different experience.
3: Well, I mean, a well-designed game should be... should Well, I, I say a well-designed game. A game with a clear tone, i.e. like the sort of game I like, it should be very obvious sort of what they're going for because if everything is is unified in that one aesthetic it should come through very strongly like I think it's there's maybe room for error like in some games that are really going for horror end up being kind of funny and stuff like that but for the most part like you know you don't you don't like play journey and come away thinking like oh this was actually a raucous comedy you know like because you feel it like if the game is working then you feel the feeling that they're trying to get you to feel right and this one just made me feel like one thing one minute and then a completely opposite thing the next minute and that's what that's what threw me off
0: Uh, see mm, I think it worked the like sort of discordant tone sort of worked for me um, not as a unified sort of narrative feeling but more of giving me the feeling that I am a very small piece of a much larger world. And it is a world that I can't necessarily understand and certainly can't expect to behave the way that I want it to all the time. So the, the seesawing kind of worked for me because it kept me on my toes, so to speak. Like, I didn't really know what to expect next at any given moment. I was like, what's the next area going to be? I don't know. This is exciting. So... That's why I don't have a problem with it, I guess. Okay,
3: I mean that's I I think that's a that's a personal preference issue. Definitely, for sure.
2: I think I kind of liked the game, and I thought the idea was like you are small children in a spooky, scary world, which I mentioned on the forum. It's I mean it's a real cliche, but I feel like it really works.
3: Yeah, but yeah. You're, a, you're, you're a small child in a spooky, scary world in limbo, and everything in that world is spooky, scary, and out to get you. In this game, sometimes things are friendly mountain goats that will carry you up the cliff face, or yeah. trolls that will, you know, that just need you to help, the, help find their troll wife.
1: And have mushrooms literally growing out of their head.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, anyway, to continue with the narrative of the game, you save this, you save this woman from uh you know from the goblins and she takes you down to this river boat and then you you go along the boat through this these icy waters and there's some really cool
0: whale things the, the, in the water cool whales that have beef with you for literally no reason yeah
3: that are just trying ah. to capsize your boat because mm. they think it's funny because they're
0: yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: but
3: they look beautiful they, yeah uh, and then you you land the boat in a rib cage for some reason. Um, don't know why that giant rib cage is there, but it is. Um, and then you go through some icy area. You can save some ice turtles if you want, because there's some cute babies that are all or like stuck on their back. That didn't. Yeah.
0: They are super. cute.
3: Um, and then you come to an area where there's a bunch of frozen solid corpses in the middle of wood cutting. Um, and then you and that's where you have to like saw down the bridge and that was like another like the first moment of like oh god what what happened to these people
4: yeah
3: uh, which if, if it weren't for the re the like recent gore of the you know the the sacrifice and the um, the giant battlefield I feel like I almost wouldn't have been as disturbed because I wouldn't be thinking of them so viscerally as corpses yeah
4: exactly. um, yeah which, but which they are. You then
0: crush flat by yeah. pushing a giant Wheeled trebuchet yeah. through them well,
3: first, first, yeah, first, you saw down a tree, and the woman like squirrels and flicks aclo- across it in a way that is like way too athletic, yeah, and yeah.
4: that's
0: that's when I started having misgivings about this woman. I'm like, this yeah. lady's doing some ninja shit, yeah, yeah, uh,
3: I, I don't know yeah, about that. then you run into a bunch of like frozen corpses trying to attack a town, apparently, and you yeah, you destroy a bunch of them with a trebuchet.
0: And then
1: you catapult yourself into the town.
3: Yeah. And, well, and you catapult
1: a, her first. Yeah, or I guess catapult, you don't have to do her first, but you catapult her as well.
3: catapult yeah. her. You have to do her
1: first, I think. Do you? Because I, I, did, I did little brother once first by accident.
3: You'll have to be really fast to do little brother first.
1: I did. And, um, Which is pushy. I didn't realize that she was uh, the next part of that solution. So like the two brothers were just stuck and I couldn't move little brother to do anything. <laughs> um and then I just restarted from last checkpoint and then I tried to do it again and the lady got in there first that time
3: <laughs> I wonder if it, maybe you bugged it out by I getting might have. The, the little brother in there first that might not be su- supposed to not be able to happen
1: yeah, I
0: think it could be so then they lowered the drawbridge Yep, and Older you come brother. into the, the yeah. town
3: with the giant invisible yeti I yeah.
0: I would really like to know why the yeti is invisible <laughs> Like, did they just not want to model
1: that? Was it a budget <laughs> thing? I don't... It's,
0: it's
3: scarier when it's... That's invisible.
1: probably what it is.
3: Don't you know invisible models are scarier?
1: So, I the, like fact
2: the fact he was... that he's invisible.
1: <laughs> the, I, you know, the fact that he was invisible gave me the entirely wrong idea of what I thought was going to happen. I was convinced that there was going to be, like, some way that I'd dump a bunch of snow on him or something... Mm-hmm. And then I can see him. Or, yeah, that's or true. Whatever.
3: You never make mechanical use of the fact that he's invisible. That
0: right. great. Which is why I question why it's invisible in the first place.
1: Exactly, yeah. And I I mean, again, just my intention to read this as a more cutesy game than it apparently is, I guess. I was expecting the solution to Invisible Yeti to be dump something on him to make him visible. And he's like super shy and runs away or something like that. Oh, like I, That would be cute. <laughs> I would be into that right
0: yeah, yeah. so instead,
1: we use
2: the reverse of blood yeah <laughs> god damn
3: <instead> it <laughs> you first you first like do this complicated platforming across a ravine area that the woman just then straight up jumps
4: yep right <laughs> like it's like and there are doors like that you can interact
3: with or, like not 25 feet but like at least 15 feet across this like yeah. ravine and she climbs
1: over doors and, like, yanks them open with sheer yeah. brute strength yeah. that you yeah. just don't just, like, possess. Wearing
3: and you're like, there's something a bit, at least a bit off about you, isn't
4: yeah.
1: there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And
3: then comes the part where you have to comically hide behind corpses while the Yeti's coming around.
1: Right. Yep. Which, Which is again a, wouldn't feel so out of place, except for the fact that we're like viscerally aware of the fact that there are dead people inside these snow people, and, and we're that, just taking the most cartoonish way of hiding
2: told. from the Yetis ever.
3: And no, that the it's Yeti never, later it's never showed, but it's heavily implied. Yeah, and yeah. That the Yeti it later
2: be awesome if it's just the snowman. picks them up and
3: eats them. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And like you you're like assuming these like little cactuar pose like style poses in a way that's like really funny except it's also really kind of grisly because like this is a corpse that's shaped this way
1: yeah and it just again it feels out of place because the last solution like last big solution was drench ourselves in blood and this solution is like hide in this really stupid pose behind a thing while you're still
0: plainly visible the
1: Yeti, yeah, you're, the Yeti is presumably tall enough that you're super visible right now
4: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> like that this should not work at all but it's like if it were a cutesy sort of thing it totally works fine like you expect a sort of cartoonish way of hiding from this big monster yeah. but given how like the tone shifted all of a sudden it didn't work for me I'm like why why did I I just it really conflicted for me
2: yeah. It was really, really, really stupid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's, well, that's what I'm to say about for, that. For me, that's also the part of the game where my controller bugged out, so I have uh-huh. kind of yeah. an associated like, frustration coloring that whole sequence. But, yeah. Um, so you make it through the icy village, you have to run across a bridge to escape the Yeti. Notably, uh,
1: and- on that bridge, I failed once, and the Yeti grabbed my, my little brother, which... Didn't make sense to me because there's no obstacle there, like, I just moved both thumbsticks in the correct direction, and it just wasn't good enough (laughs) the first time I did it, and I didn't know why. Gotta do Um, it better. Right? Uh, But the Yeti grabs the little brother, and the little brother is visible, but just, like, hanging in the air from his feet. And the Yeti, like, knocks his head on the bridge real quick, and then throws him over his shoulder and, like, smashes him on the bridge, and then you fade to black. Oh, damn. Like, you don't see any blood, but it's super graphic the way, like, this 10-year-old boy dies on
0: I screen. would like to see that fail state. I need to, like, boot that game up God and
4: damn. watch that. <laughs>
0: really, now I'm a bad really.
4: person. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so. as you,
0: you
3: make it across the bridge and the Yeti, like, the bridge collapses under him and he dies presumably yep. we can't see him so we don't know apparently I assume he's, he's probably very bloody but his blood is also invisible so yeah yeah
4: um so.
3: So, so then there's like a very brief sequence where you go in front of this really beautiful skyscape and the like the lady is like having this little flirt on with the older brother
4: mm-hmm.
3: and the younger brother's like uh um, guys <laughs> yeah and then the, the girl convinces you to, like, go into this cave with her. And as the little brother's like...
0: she moves this-, this giant boulder aside with her bare hands <laughs> yeah. and, like, yeah. her lady brute strength.
1: And the yep. younger brother, like, tries to stop the older brother yeah. from doing this. The like, older brother gets a super idea. angry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I I chose to interpret as, like, this lady is obviously magical in some way. And so has I, I chose to believe that she had sort of succubus-like powers... And the older brother was under a sort of spell, because otherwise this whole sequence made zero sense to me. I would agree with so, that. Yeah. So I just chose to believe that, but there's no actual, like, narrative or yeah, visual or any sort of cue to tell you that. The brother
3: decides that he's really horny right then. Yeah,
0: I mean, but... I've I've never I been a teenage be, boy, so but, I don't know what kind of powers. But have. I
1: have been a teenage boy, and like saving dad or banging girls was like. <laughs> Saving dad would definitely take precedent. Like I probably <laughs> I wouldn't, don't know. Maybe wouldn't be scared. able to... Also,
3: my impression for the cave was like um, she was telling them that that was the way that they had to go next and the little I brother didn't think, think, think so. that that was the... that that was the... like just didn't trust her.
0: But it was the way.
3: It was Maybe. actually the way they needed to go theoretically. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, that's why I liken her to Gollum because, in, at, for one, she starts looking like Gollum and, yeah. and mm-hmm. in that pose. But also, like she leads you into a cave where you get attacked by a spider thing and then mm-hmm. you get out of the thing. And uh, so
3: She leads you into a cave where you can see... You can see, but the brothers cannot yeah. see. Yeah. Like a bunch was of good, people I think. wrapped up in spiderweb.
0: I think yeah. the best part of that is that the woman is behind you, so you literally can't turn around and go. To yeah. Eye. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So she follows you in, so you have no choice but to move forward. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the light goes out, and then she reappears. She knocks
1: the light out. Yeah.
3: She knocks the light out, and then she reappears as like. This giant spider beast, half
0: woman, half spider. I wish they would have shown that transformation too.
3: (laughs) Probably too expensive animation. Probably, yeah. Yeah,
4: for sure. sure. (laughs) sure.
3: Um, And she, she ties up both the brothers in a little like ball of string and then she takes you to an arena where you like fight your way out and the older brother gets pulled out but the little brother doesn't and she's like trying to eat The older brother, and you have to get enough momentum rolling around in the ball. No, first you have to, sorry, first she's got you tied up on a string, and you have to swing the ball to drop it. Mm -hmm. And then the the other brother gets out, and you have to, like, roll it around and knock it into her to knock her over. And then the older brother literally rips out her legs one by one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and not only that, but th- I think after three of the legs she starts like limping and Yeah, she doesn't very actually basic she basically doesn't fight back anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. she she's no longer threatening, but you just can't leave the scene. Yeah,
3: yeah. if you could have just left there, everything would be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, well not quite. I mean it's still pretty really gruesome to rip out legs interesting. one by one. Because then she would could have killed the brother in a better way, I think.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, like they, if like she stopped fighting you, like yeah, if you could have just like torn your way out of the cobwebs there, like theoretically, I don't know if she can catch you with just three legs left or whatever.
4: Yeah,
1: like it, she uh, seem really like slowly. It.
3: Yeah.
4: I,
1: and I don't actually remember how you escape that area, but I don't think it requires being stabbed in the stomach. Yeah. like physically that doesn't seem like yeah. a, a key to any gate that I'm aware of
3: yeah so um, as you're ripping out the last leg she uses one of her little like poison arm things to stab the older brother in the stomach
1: yeah which I'm gonna honestly like by that point I was like that served you right you malicious fuck <laughs> <laughs> Like the fact that you're ripping out these legs one by one in the most gruesome and grotesque way possible even yeah. after she can no longer fight back I actually didn't mind that the older brother got stabbed. I didn't mind. I was like, all right, fine. But that being said, when she started limping around, I strongly did not want to continue fighting her. I, I actually searched for a way out for a while, just figuring that she was no longer threatening, so I didn't have to worry anymore. And I was like, do I have to keep fighting her? And I tried rolling into her, and that didn't do anything because apparently I wasn't going fast enough. So I had another Sean Bouchard moment where I kind of rolled around and like tried to find a way out and eventually was like, all right, I guess I'll try rolling into her again. And then it worked. Um, and I was just really disappointed I for, that I had to for, rip out the rest of her anyone, legs.
3: I don't think there's anyone like listening to this who doesn't watch play by play. But by Sean Bouchard moment, you mean attempting something that is actually the solution, not having it work and then abandoning it in favor of other... Like, uh, trying other things,
1: right? (laughs) Specifically, abandoning it in favor of trying all of the other
4: things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, not a few things, but literally every other possible solution, and then coming back when there are no other options. Yes. Yeah. Uh (laughs) So, that was a problem for me, but it, you know, whatever. It was a little finicky trying to, to roll the ball into the spider queen thing, and having it only knock her over some of the time. Especially when she was actually attacking the older brother and you felt like you were on a timer, which I'm assuming that you were. Um, I
3: actually don't know. I don't know what happens if you just leave her attacking the older brother for long enough. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's I actually just... a fail state. <laughs> Probably
1: <laughs> I, I would assume so. Yeah. But um, you know,
3: there was some times when she was attacking the brother and it took me a long time to figure out that too. I needed yeah. to get up momentum enough to like knock her over. so I feel like I should have lost in that amount of time but I don't know.
1: I I also felt like I took a long time but the anxiety of like nope I need to do this really quickly never really went away so even if if that's not a fail state it's communicated well enough that it should be Yeah, that like it doesn't on one hand it doesn't punish me for being bad at the mechanic which doesn't fully feel fleshed out and for the other it, it doesn't make me feel like it's just arbitrarily there, like it works, I think it does it does that pretty well. Um, but yeah, it's just once once she can't really fight back, I was done with that scenario. and I was so turned off by the fact that I had to continue ripping her legs out, even just ripping her legs out in the first place just felt like this is wrong. Yeah,
0: that felt like a really cheap way to deal with deal with it
1: yeah and then the fact that i had to continue to do so and i still don't know how they escape that area
3: there's just i think there's just a hole
1: in the the yeah like i don't know why i had to do that in order to get through that hole i don't understand
0: you're rewarded for slaughtering the spider woman in a terribly gruesome way by like a sliding sequence
4: Yeah, uh,
1: Yeah, during which the older brother has a gaping hole in his stomach. Yeah,
3: Yeah. so it's like, it would be a cute, fun, slidey sequence, except you're like, no, he's really injured. Don't, like, jostle him. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, yeah, so you you exit the, like, web arena and fall down a slidey ice tunnel thing into da-da-da, magic penicillin tree area.
0: We finally found it.
3: Yeah, except that now the older brother is like way too injured to do anything and he gives you his like little water skin to, he gives the younger brother his little water skin to like go and climb the tree and get the like magic juice from the top.
0: Which is a super uneventful ascent. Yeah, Just get up there and you get the water.
1: It's very pretty. Although it is is (laughs) pretty. It is super pretty. And it is uneventful, but uh, nearly, or maybe all of, but I think nearly all of the camera angles that you get as you go up the tree give you vision of the brother Mm -hmm. the older brother and if you stop moving you can tell that he's still breathing because like if you're moving the screen is kind of shaking a little bit so you can't quite tell but if you stop moving and everything else just stops moving you can see like his head bobbing up and down like he's moving he's breathing so it. so we can still save him yeah Yeah, exactly it it confirmed like the entire way you can just stop and confirm that you can still save him Mm
4: -hmm.
1: so because I I knew going into that like that older brother must be dead and what I expected to happen was that as I walked away from the older brother and like turned a corner the next time I saw him he would be dead and so as I went up the tree the fact that I was able to look down and say okay well he's still alive maybe there's a chance like helped me fend off that feeling of inevitability just a little bit I still kind of felt it coming and figured like, okay, I'm going to get the water, I'm going to get down there, he's going to be dead. I figured that was going to happen, but it did seem very deliberate that the game let me continue to look at him and look after him as I went up the tree. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. And a small small detail that I noticed uh, more on the second playthrough, although I did notice it first, there's a giant nest in the tree, which to
1: me implies Uh, that's where
3: the owl griffins live. Yeah, that's what I figured
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I saw The Giant Nest, and oddly enough for me, and this may just be because i played Dark Souls too recently, and this is a solution to a thing in Dark Souls, uh, which is completely, you know, not even remotely the same game, um, but still... I kind of expected, okay, well, now I'm going to sit in this nest somehow and, like, wait for a bird to grab me and move me somewhere else. (laughs) That's what I thought the solution was, and so, like, I tried the activator button, and, like, nothing happened. So then I ran around it. I'm like, which, which, and I didn't, it it just wasn't graphically clear to me that there was an exit that I would just walk through.
0: You have to trade trash for magic penicillin water, I guess. (laughs) That's the solution.
1: Yeah.
3: So you go, you get the water, you come back down. Of course, the older brother is dead. Um, then you try and give him the water, but it's too late. Um, then you literally bury him. Like, there's a grave, you have to mechanically drag the brother into the grave. Uh, so slowly. And, and yeah, slowly. You bury slowly. him in a rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: That's... It's so stupid.
3: <laughs> well, you use that word a lot, trying to be, like, you know. Well... You <laughs> we can't bury commercial.
2: someone in a rock like that. I
3: mean, there's a tree there, so presumably there's some kind of soil.
2: True. I <laughs> um, yeah,
1: they, they do, like, the entire area around the grave is a very deep brown. Like, they make it clear that it is soil wherever they're buried Yeah. At.
3: So you well, have it can't to... can't
1: be that
2: deep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, so you, do, you dig him a grave and then... You don't actually have to dig the grave, but you do have to drag him into the grave, and you do have to push the dirt onto him physically Mm -hmm. with the controls. And this whole while, of course, like, one of your hand, your left hand is entirely useless. Because you just have, because it's dead, and you just have the, the, like, right hand controlling the brother. And it's, I really, if I hadn't been so annoyed at how transparently manipulative that sequence was, I feel like I would have really enjoyed the fact that they mechanically embody this part. Like, I really respect that as, like, a design thing. I was just, like, really annoyed because I saw the brother's death coming for so long, and I just... I
4: just...
3: uh, It it made me angry that it had to happen anyway.
0: And as you're burying him, like, you're moving so slowly, and the whole time you're just sobbing. (laughs) Like, man. Mm
3: -hmm. And then out of fucking nowhere, Deus Ex Machina... Owl Griffin shows up who was yeah. clearly dead.
1: It could be another owl griffin to be fair. Brother. We did yeah. there was there was a a, a nest. Uh, one thing I do want to point out um for my experience there with the whole like the left side of my controller is dead. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of had like little brother moments where like little brother kept trying to feed him water like I I was pressing those buttons and using that thumbstick and like trying to get it to do something. I felt like the game was going to give me something there. Um, and it just did absolutely nothing and I really respected it for that like it didn't give me you know I press that button and then something happens with the little brother or whatever it was just nope this side of your controller is dead
2: Mm -hmm. and then the whole scene by the tree was really well made yeah
3: yeah if yeah if I hadn't been so annoyed and angry about the brother's (laughs) death I probably I like I totally agree with it on that on that level academically um, but, uh, so then, then the Owlbear drops you off just far enough from home as to be inconvenient. Um, and you, and you have to, uh, I keep saying Owlbear, not Owlbear, Al Um, and so you have to, there's an area where you climb the wall the way you've done, like, a hundred times in the rest of the game, where there's, like, two side-by-side rocks, one for each brother. Except you only have one brother. And that like that's exactly what we were talking about with uh, yeah. like when Sean was playing Papo and Yo and you lose Lula and he was saying like they need to have some double jumps here that like I could make if I had Lula to, right. to reinforce the fact that I don't, that's exactly what this is. Like, let's give you something that you're used to doing to reinforce the fact that you can't do it anymore.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's not its not an action that I couldn't do without the brother. It was something that I'm used to doing each brother separately, but I just don't have that brother anymore.
4: Yeah. And
1: so they could have just put one rock there, mm-hmm. and mechanically, it's identical. Yeah. But the fact that the second rock reminds me that the other brother is just dead. Yeah. It's <laughs> is, just not there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not... It, it's reminding me of that overtly but also in a way that makes sense within the world because every other set of rocks that we've seen has been in pairs (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know inexplicable that's just how that's just how how
3: rocks form (laughs) in that world
0: yeah and like (laughs) presumably they would use those rocks in the past to like climb up and down your house
1: but right exactly so it felt really natural Mm -hmm. whereas if they had put just one rock there because now I only have one brother to control like that would have felt less natural somehow yeah, because it would have these... just
3: been a needless, like a needless obstacle that just right. was one more thing you had to do.
1: Exactly. So I really appreciated the way that they did that yeah. so much so that I actually took a picture of it to make sure that I didn't forget about it because yeah. that was of the entire game. That was the most like I stopped and I was like, oh, wow. Kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, this is very good. And yeah.
0: then, and then
3: they take you to my favorite part of the game, which is you get to a water sequence. Which up until now, the younger brother can't swim, and you always have to like ride the back of the older brother by holding onto him whenever there's water. Um, but now you don't have the older brother, and the little brother kind of panics. And then the ghost of his mom comes to him, which probably should have been the ghost of his brother to make more narrative sense. I mean, I get that like it's about like him coming to terms with his guilt or whatever yeah um but like given what they do with this it would i feel like it would have been better as the older brother um mm-hmm. but then to get you so you wade into the water and then you use the older brother's interaction button to swim and the i don't know if you guys know this notice this but the controller vibrates the whole time you're using the older brother's yeah. ration. Yeah. like it's yeah. an effort like you're making like some kind of severe like you know, physical effort to do this.
0: Yep. Which I also thought was cool. It sort of implies like, that presence,
3: even though it's not there. Yeah, and I think the camera, like, zooms in while you're doing that, too. It's, like, yeah. It's very, very well done. Um, And then you have to, like, there's an area where you normally needed both of them to climb, and you, like, use the brothers interact to do, like, a big running jump to get up by yourself.
0: And And the lever... That, that yeah, you pull a strong pull
3: leveler it. that like, only the other brother could pull. And you can actually try and pull it with the younger brothers interact and you get the normal I can't do this animation yep. where he tries I, I to did pull that it fails. Mm-hmm. Um fails. But if you use the older brothers interact he has the strength to pull it. Yep. Um, and then you get to the, the doctor's office and you drop off the penicillin and you collapse on the floor and then the end sequence uh. is like you and the father in front of the brother's grave and the father is sobbing uncontrollably which is yep. not really a happy ending yep.
1: <laughs> I was ready like when the little brother collapsed in the doctor's place I was ready for a moment to believe that the <laughs> younger brother dead. was also dead <laughs> yeah. and this was a game of this was a tale of two sons who died to save their dad and I was going to be absolutely livid <laughs> I was ready to be so angry <laughs> I would have liked that ending again.
2: I think he, well I did like this ending <laughs> but
1: <laughs> well it would Everybody be so calls emotional me heartless and soulless <laughs> that's uh,
4: okay
3: and uh, Kelso I know you wrote about on the forum the idea that uh, like it looks like the, the the father is maybe like drawing back or blaming the younger brother like in his sobbing
0: I wouldn't it's... say necessarily blaming him in that moment but it's just I got the sense because when the younger brother, like, puts out a hand onto the father's shoulder, like, he actually, like, shakes his head, and the younger brother sort of draws back and then the camera pans up and... and...
3: I, I didn't quite get that impression. I, I got I more that, like, he was just, the father was just sobbing and sort of didn't notice the younger brother's comforting.
1: That's where I got as well, yeah. But
0: I did see a head shake. Like, he he actually, I mean, like, shakes his head, and then when he, yeah, when he pulls you, his hand back, he stops. You
3: shake your head when you're sobbing sometimes. <laughs>
1: So. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how I interpret it as well, as just like it was just him sobbing uncontrollably <laughs> sure and violently.
3: Say, that's how I sob. Um. <laughs> yeah.
1: I could have stated it that flatly, but I don't know. <laughs> <that> I, <laughs> um, I missed an opportunity there, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah,
3: so the idea is that like now the younger brother has gained some of the older brother's composure. And, like,
1: and actually, speaking of composure, um, so when you save the dude or if you don't I mean whatever the d- dude who's hanging himself if you go and interact with the bodies the younger brother like like I think kneels down and like looks sad or something and and does that the older brother kind of sits there or stands there rather with his hands crossed mm-hmm. looking kind of stoic and paying his respects in a sort of way
4: mm-hmm.
1: and then that's the stance that you see the younger brother take when like the camera starts to pan away from that at the yeah. very end of the game. Yeah,
0: that's that's older brother's like default pay your respect stance because he also uses it yeah. when when the owl owl griffin dies. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a really subtle thing because I mm-hmm. actually didn't think about it until just now, mm-hmm. um, like remembering that scene. But that's totally what happens, which is yeah. uh, really interesting to me.
0: And that's the thing. I feel like you know it's called brothers, a tale of two sons, but I feel like really more than anything, it's it's. Like a coming-of-age story, just about the younger brother, and the older brother is really just a plot device yeah. for like puzzles and and like a reason to grow up.
1: I mean, yeah. there's there's almost no characterization in the game besides the younger brother, so I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Like just about everything in the game is a plot device except the younger brother. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Basically, <laughs>
1: so
3: that's true, and it's it's not like again like chris was saying like we you know i've been thinking of this in terms of like or i was for much of it i was feeling it in terms of like this sort of tom and huck kind of you know fun adventure time game and it the ending is too bleak for that
4: yeah. because
3: they like it's pretty like they pretty strongly emphasize like you know the dad like the family lost a family member anyway and the dad would probably have rather it be the, Him, the right. himself instead of the older brother
4: yeah
3: like so in the end your quest like was detrimental overall yeah which is not the the message I expect to get from like a quest adventure story you know
1: with two young boys whose hairs are bubbles
3: yeah I you know I've been mentally comparing this game a lot to um, Botanicula I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game at all
1: I actually I haven't not.
0: played it
3: um, it's by the, the Czech studio um, Amanita design, yeah. which um, made Machinarium.
0: Mm-hmm. I have played uh, that one, but yeah. I not Botanicula.
3: Uh, Botanicula is a bit more like this one in that the puzzles are much less puzzle and much more just like interact with things until you find an answer.
4: Oh.
3: Uh, but it's super adorable and lighthearted. And it feels to me like the tone of that game is exactly what I wanted the tone of this game to be. Like it's, mm. you know, it's got some kind of... You know antagonism in certain areas um, and the stakes are fairly high but they're not like morbid like the it's the you're like this group of little nature sprites that are trying to save their tree from this like dark spider spirit um, and so like there is a section towards the end where things get very like physically dark like the screen gets very black and you have to do some stuff that's a little bit more not exactly combat, but a little bit more similar to combat than anything else in the game. Um, but that, even that, is very abstract, and that's the darkest thing that happens in the game. Like the rest of it is all like just fun adventuring, looking at all the weird worlds that happen, and sometimes it's a little scary. Um, but it's always scary in that way that things are scary for little kids, where you're like, I know mentally that like the worst thing that could happen would be I would see something like big and dark like you know like (laughs) this it's not it's not like anything is probably gonna actually hurt me here but it's like the way that a dark ocean is scary or lightning at night can be scary you know like it's scary in the that sort of childlike fear sort of way which is not the like not the way that this is scary this is like just disturbing and distressing in parts yeah but I recommend Book of Nicolás for anyone who hasn't played it. I don't know if we'll play it because it's very similar to something like Brothers. So, yeah.
1: but. I don't know. I, I, I If we're going to recap our feelings on the game, which I think we probably should do because we've been running for a long time. Yeah, yeah we are, we are like
0: an hour over. Whoops, sorry guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, so I I appreciated this game for what it did. Um, I enjoyed it. I... I mean to say that I enjoyed it is actually a little bit disingenuous. Like overall, I did enjoy it, but realistically, I in, I felt like it started fairly strong, and ended strong, and the middle two hours or so, I didn't know why I was playing, uh, except that I had to play it for a podcast. So Sorry. no, that's okay. Um, that's kind of I I expected more of it. Like I didn't go into it thinking that was going to happen, but that's kind of what happened, and that's just. I don't know if it's just for me. I I wasn't appreciating the pretty scenery as much as you guys or something like that, you know, because I uh, with the nature of my computer, I mostly play really pretty games, so it's not as amazing to me when I play them. Um but the the way that the tone seesawed back and forth was very jarring and uncomfortable for me. And I could have envisioned the game as a really cute light-hearted adventure story like if if a few changes were made so let's say the mom was alive and taking care of dad and the kids sneak out and then let's say um, what's the first crazy thing that ha- oh yeah uh, yeah the troll woman isn't like doesn't have her ribs broken and it's confirmed that the hostile troll does get just dropped into a pit and is trapped down there until his troll friends get him out and, um... What's the next thing that the happens? The sad man. Nick, just the yeah. hanging man. <laughs> yeah, just, just nope. Well, no, not even... So, like, maybe maybe his house is burning down when you get there and you help save the the family by, like, dumping water on it somehow, like finding a creative way to drop a lot of water into... You know, something like that. You You help him save his family and then you get good feeling about that.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: Um... Mm-hmm. And then, like, the giant's battlefield be something that's an active battle going on, but you don't see any blood or guts or gore or anything like that. You just use the environment to navigate the clearly hostile space without getting smashed or uh, dismembered by very large objects. Um, the goblin thing just doesn't need to have blood. <laughs> like, just, just nicks the blood rivers um, entirely, and then that's all fine. You just maybe maybe you have to cover yourself in something when you're like stacking your brothers on top of each other or something like I don't know. I but
3: sure. tree sap or
1: yeah. Very juice. Yeah, something along those lines. Um save Spider Lady, do the thing. Um the rest of that, like when you have to move the trebuchet through snow corpses and the invisible Yeti, I think if the rest of the game is consistently lighthearted in that way none of that bothers me because I just ignore it in, in the sense of like the snow people look like caricatures anyway. Yeah. Like you're so, not
0: in the headspace of those are corpses,
1: yeah, dead people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think it's okay if the rest of the game has a consistent lighthearted tone. None of that sequence is really super out of place except the really graphic death sequence. If you get caught, um, then everything with spider lady is probably fine until the point that you fight her, at which point I would say you just knock her into a hole or something that she has trouble getting out of because her legs are too big or whatever. Uh, and then you run ar- run away and escape. Um, or
3: maybe you get your friend, like the mama of that little owl griffin to come and eat her because like swoops in and yeah. takes her off Yeah maybe, you know something along those
1: lines Yeah exactly like the, the bird that you saved before the bird should not be injured please yeah. um, and should not die there and then let's say the bird comes back and like saves you from the spider lady when you knock her over or something like that um, or even if you just like that's presumably a really high place even if your whole game is just to knock her off a cliff or something like just something where I'm not literally torching and torturing her until she dies (laughs) Um, and then brother like older brother can live yada yada you get the water owl thing like takes you back and then the only part of that which I'm not super clear on how to make happen is the younger brother like stepping into the older brother's shoes for the last bit of that um but you can totally sh- show him like getting over his fear of water and stuff like that that's yeah. not and you could to
3: easily do. i think temporarily remove the older brother like he you know he's sort of fridged in this he could just as easily be kidnapped for the same effect and yeah. just yeah. and then be brought back at the end
1: yeah or or um you get back and i don't know how you would justify this but he has to go in a different direction or maybe Maybe you lose control of him and he goes in a completely different direction and then ends up on the other side of a bridge.
0: Yeah, or maybe like you can't control
1: him. You have to pull one lever on or something like that. Yeah, or like
0: he still gets stung or poison stabbed, and you get to that you know beach section, and he's still there, but he like at this point is sort of like too weak to. Yeah, and so you have to go for help. Yeah, and
1: so you you save Dad, but then you have to. You bring
3: like, the doctor back to like to him right, or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah exa- that's a good way of looking at it. And then and then all of that feels really consistent. And you don't even have to fridge mom. Like it, it all yeah, I don't know. It just seems like it just doesn't have to be this dark game that it is. And it could be a whole lot of fun just being a lighthearted adventure. But that's
3: I think that was my, my primary thing with it was that when I was playing it, I felt like it was so close to being like a really great consistent thing and there were so many things I liked yeah. so much about it that I was almost more frustrated that it didn't quite live up to that.
2: Exactly. I'm like, you could have
3: been A-plus game, yeah. but you are not.
2: You I are think like- I would have disliked that. I don't think it would have clicked for me. I Would you have just no emotions?
1: I think what's interesting about that is... That and This is going to sound like borderline racist, but I don't mean it to be. It's just like a cultural thing. You Do are it. Swedish, <laughs> right? Like, the, you know what I mean? So like this was done by a Swedish indie dev or maybe not indie, but relatively small developer. And so it would make sense that Swedish culture is pretty strongly represented in the story that it tells to some extent. And if you.
2: And yes, I think and, so.
1: And if you're identifying with the culture and the story that it's telling, that would make sense that you identify with it much stronger than we would, maybe? Because we expect stories to be told in a different way based on our culture?
2: But how do you explain me? (laughs) You're just weird. The dark dark and bleakness in the tone has nothing to do with the culture. Mm, It's more like elements in the world that might be cultural.
1: Well, I, I mostly think that maybe it's not as... Culturally strange and I, I know nothing about the culture, so I'm not like inferring it or, or implying it but my theory was maybe that it's less weird or less jarring to Show darkness and bleakness with lightheartedness, as it might be for us But I don't know
3: I kind of feel um, from my from my experiences with the Czech culture that the The European sense of humor tends to be a little bit more on the dark yeah. side and a little bit more on the um, kind of gallows humor sort of thing. But, I mean, not universally and not more so than certain aspects of American culture. Okay. Um, but I... I don't have necessarily a problem with bleak games, and in fact, I often connect very strongly with bleak games. I do too. Um, yeah, like I, I just think,
1: like you. Yeah. I wanted it to be really consistent.
3: Yeah, I like you know. I think like Shadow and Colossus and Iko I really love because they have this sort of bleak and lonely tone. But yeah, it was just a consistency thing for me.
0: That's fair. And well, kitty kitty has an opinion. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, and I mean, like I said, the consistency issue didn't bother me, and it sort of it worked for me because it kept me wondering what was happening next and wondering, you know, where we're going to go. And it gave me the feeling of, like, multiple unrelated stories just sort of intersecting with each other, Um, which I enjoyed. But yeah, that's like totally a personal preference thing. Mm -hmm. And I would totally play your version of the game, and I would would totally (laughs) enjoy it. (laughs) <laughs> and I would, you know, I don't think I would enjoy it more or less, it would just be like a different experience, which is right. cool, so.
3: So, Carl, did you have any final summary thoughts on the game?
2: I don't know, I really, really liked the game once yeah. I completed it, mm-hmm. but That's I good. I really understand why I dropped it the first, the
3: first time. time. <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah. why did you drop it the first time? just the
1: controls? The controls or? just made it
2: feel so... made everything else feel awkward. Yeah. yeah.
1: Carl, did you have kind of the same feeling that I did, where throughout most of the middle of the game you didn't really feel invested in it?
2: I actually did. I okay. had a problem with not knowing how far I was into the game, and mm-hmm.
0: stuff
2: that I like that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I really
2: I... felt like I was on a, on an adventure. Interesting. Okay. I-
3: I will say that, like, the parts of this that are not, like, that are not the super bleakest are very much what I think of when sh- uh, Sean Bouchard in at, at Mostly Walking always asks, like, what, what, how do you define adventure? What do you think of yeah. as adventure? Like, this game, this game is what I think of as adventure.
1: Basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah All
3: right. So, so do, do we want to finally move on to what we're doing next time? Yes.
1: Sure. So, who pitched the game? Chris, was that you? I think, I think it was my fault that we're playing Magicka next. Okay. Uh, so, Magicka is an action-adventure game developed by Swedish indie dev Arrowhead Game Studios and published by Paradox in 2011. In Magicka, up, <laughs> up to four mages oh, yeah. of a sacred order travel to fight against an evil sorcerer and his creations. The game world is based loosely on Norse mythology, drawing inspiration from other fantasy games like Warhammer and Diablo, while also making regular use of comedy and referential humor. The game also takes liberties when it comes to the classic fantasy setting, at one point supplying the players with an M60 machine gun. Magicka 2 has just released, but we will be playing the original, available on Steam, for $10. Notably, compared to other RPGs, there's no class structure, no finite mana resource for all of your spellcasting, and the game largely focuses on the evolution of the player's skills rather than the increasing power of the characters. I think these will all be really interesting things to look at as we play through the game. It also incorporates mechanics and game elements which are generally quite frustrating, such as friendly fire, and tries to make them fun instead of aggravating. Uh, In conclusion, Magicka is a really zany, chaotic game that on paper sounds like it maybe shouldn't work or shouldn't be fun, but ended up becoming very popular. So I'm really interested in examining how it makes this happen.
0: Thank you for reading that. Yes. (laughs) P.S.
1: Wikipedia is wonderful. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And it is a multiplayer game.
1: <clears throat> That's yeah. true uh, so, up to four mages being actually it, up to four players
0: It can
3: be played single player like it is completable, but if you have the opportunity to play it with uh, other people, highly highly recommended because it yeah. it's clearly the intended experience is as multiplayer
1: yep absolutely
0: yeah I think actually I think in the forum I'm gonna just put up my steam ID
2: um
0: mm-hmm. so that you know if anyone wants to add everybody else, in the
1: world play with me. Yeah, yeah, so that we can all
0: just like, you know, if if we see someone on who, you know, is going to be listening to this um, or if we're playing it, you know, just like jump into each other's games so we can really yeah. get some community, community and business going has, on.
3: I think that's a pretty good structure whereby you can like jump into anybody else's game no matter what point they're at. Like Yeah, that's, that's
1: so. a worthwhile uh, yeah. thing point out as well. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we're doing next week. We'll be playing yep. Magicka and talking about that, hopefully, for less than a million hours. Yeah,
3: hopefully, yeah. We, I, I, I can almost guarantee we will not go point by point through the narrative the way yeah. we did yeah. with this one because it doesn't have that's a narrative not. worth doing that
4: for. Um, <laughs> yeah. But
1: we uh, really had to for Brothers just because of the way it went back and forth a lot and how, yeah. you know, a couple yeah. of us had that issue with it or at least yeah. wanted to point it out. Um. It but was that be something to that we have through. to do. Oh, I wanted with to
3: just quickly cover. Um, am I the only one who's played this game through, or I think so. Has Magica, it
1: Yeah, I have not. I have not even touched it.
3: Okay. Has it? Have you? But you, Chris, you played a little bit of it, right? I
1: played about an hour of it solo at some point. So I've never played it in multiplayer. Um, but I've played a little bit of it solo.
3: Mm-hmm. And Carl?
1: I have not touched it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Good to know. So. Uh. So. Yeah. um, Discussion, as has been established, will be in the forum. There will be a new thread. um, Mm -hmm. Undefinedbehavior.com slash forum.
3: Yeah, if you have stuff you still want to add to the brothers discussion, um, feel free to put it in the episode zero uh, thread with with all the other brothers discussion.
0: Yeah, that would be ideal. Uh, If you want to follow the... Podcast on Twitter. That's uh, at FeedbackForce. Uh, our Twitters are all listed on there. I don't know. Do we want to go through them or not? Yeah,
3: let's go through
1: them. Right. Yeah, uh,
0: well. Yeah, uh, I'm at KelsoTimeBomb.
3: Uh, I'm at Kyla underscore Go.
1: I'm at Thanarod.
0: And I'm at Scug 4 Cool. And we're on SoundCloud, which you already know because you're listening to us on SoundCloud. I don't know why I said that. And uh,
4: uh
3: the forum is uh undefinedbehavior.com dot com slash forum. Yep.
1: Yep. And every Sunday at eight PM I'm gonna plug myself. Uh every Sunday at eight PM oh we do God, the Sunday don't do
4: that game.
1: Every Sunday you'll get tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at 8 p.m. Pacific time we play the video games on the Sunday Game Club at twitch.tv slash Thanarod. We're actually going to be playing the next two Wednesdays as well. We're going to finish up Alan Wake because everybody overwhelmingly wanted to see the end of Alan Wake and Sean Bouchard is out of town so we're going to be playing tomorrow and next Wednesday at 9 o'clock when Sean's normally playing.
3: Sorry, it was this was such a long episode. Guys. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's not actually sorry. That's alright. If, if she's also going to if, anybody's,
3: if anybody's if uh, anybody's still listening at this point, God bless you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get ready for lots of homework, guys. Just just <laughs> deal with it. I don't
3: know. I don't have any specific homework to assign yeah. this time
0: around. Nope. Just play but lots and lots of magic with lots and lots of people.
1: Yep. Be grateful. This is your only break. Oh,
3: um. <laughs> so I I guess you sort of touched on this, uh, Chris. But do you want to specifically talk about like? what um what areas you we plan to address for the or to get started on the forum discussion for magicka?
1: Um like sure comics? I can I can reiterate them. Uh but mostly it's gonna be the mechanical elements of like compared to other RPGs there are always classes and, and levels and lots of things like that. I don't remember if you level up in Magicka, but I know that there's no classes or anything like that. <laughs> And you kind of just get whatever weapons you want to get, and you cast whatever spells you want to cast. You don't run out of mana or anything like that. So the way you mechanically interact with the game and how they make that interesting and how they focus on the evolution of the player's skills rather than the power of your characters is one interesting thing that I think can spark a lot of discussion. Um, The way the setting is really inconsistent, but... Well, not inconsistent necessarily, but just weird because like they give you an M60 machine gun um, (laughs) and different things of that nature would be an interesting thing to kind of examine on a narrative level. Um, And then the way they kind of incorporate things that are really chaotic and weird and normally frustrating, um, but turning them into something that altogether makes it really fun uh, is another thing that I would that we can probably talk a lot about. Sure. So those are kind of three main points there. But of course, talk about whatever you want. Ultimately,
3: sure. and yeah. uh, Kelso, we didn't get a chance to talk about your uh, your thing about like the use of like non non language language in that's Brothers fine, because uh, which, I think but we can revisit it in Magica because they use true. the exact same thing oh, okay. but with a very different tone. So we can sort of compare and contrast those. Yeah, I was going to say is it that ended a Swedish
1: up. thing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, this one does sound a bit more like Swedish Chef that's oh, okay. uh, oh, good. And the other one yeah, does.
0: I, I was going to say that that ended up being less significant than I remember it being. So, totally yeah. fine.
1: I, I just put that together because it is interesting that we're examining two games uh, that were made by Swedish developers and both of them include non-language language.
3: I think it's actually And the Swedish a, chef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's actually a European thing from countries that are not like France, Germany, Italy, the UK is like we don't expect anybody to know our language so let's just make our media without (laughs) language in it like there's a whole ton of czech animation that's just wordless because like nobody is expected to speak czech outside of the czech republic so
0: (laughs) that makes a lot of sense okay all right so that was our podcast thank you for sticking around for like three hours (laughs) it's good see everybody in two weeks yep Bye bye Bye. Bye. Bye.